What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Welcome to the 133rd episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. But if you might notice, there's also someone else here, right there in the middle of the screen, and that is our also our good friend, Tesh Carhan, the Trivia Master. So... <laughs> The author of trivia. <laughs> I'm going to call you trivia master so that the, the pressure is <laughs> even just, further just, on. I thought it Great. was Lord of Great. Trivia. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Lord of Trivia. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying right, to build, Come on. build for the pressure for him to win uh, tonight. And so trivia. far, I'm, I'm undefeated in trivia so far. So. Have you played <laughs> at all? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's, that's not even true. I lose every single time. <laughs> I get a zero every time. Beautiful. Nice. Cool. Uh, well, Tesh, thanks for joining. Um, this is kind of a special week, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we've always wanted to get you on. We've told you very long time ago you have an open invite, and you just randomly picked this week to decide to come on the show because, well, um, <laughs> me, you, and Skeltrix all lined up our galactic power to see what would happen. Well, it ended up being you and I in the finals of Grand Arena. So yeah, it worked. Th- it this worked. is uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, you, you and I were within one Galactic Power, right? I forget where Skelterix ended up. Yes, he was. Uh, Skelterix and I were had the exact same Galactic Power. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, you nice. were one higher than us, I believe. So. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. Yep, it worked extremely well. Um, so uh, apparently, lining up your galactic power does work. I did talk to a couple people who had didn't have quite that same luck. They're trying to get lined up with people, and it just didn't work. Um, if you have issues lining up your galactic power, one thing that I do a lot is take a level one mod, go put it on a character, and if you're just yep. if you're like you know fifty to a hundred or whatever within somebody. You can just start going up level by level and, you know, uh, you know, level a mod from one to two, then two to three, and just see where your galactic power gets you to, uh, you know, if you're having yeah. issues. I'm pretty sure adding, close, it can be adding a level one mod, I'm pretty sure adding, adding a level one mod just adds to like one or two galactic power, so it's pretty easy to manipulate, yep. actually. Yep. It's not too much work. Just takes oh, a few minutes good. Then you can, good to go. You can teach Craig. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps spitting game. He wants. He wants a piece. Know, 
Yeah, Craig is, in a, is a, in a fellow guildie with me in the Frequent Fighters. Um, and he keeps taunting Goodnight Punk, but I don't know if he's ever going to come through on it, so... <laughs> I'm going to have to find him. I'm going to have to move my galactic power. That's what's going to happen. Just watch out for his Gear 12 Zated farm boy. Didn't he's he have a, a Gear 12... Monster. Doesn't oh, he have a Gear man. 12 mob enforcer too? I'm afraid. Yes, he does. That was actually... <laughs> there's actually a story behind that. Um, we... There were a few of us. Booerns, Adam... Soul, Craig, and I, uh, about a month ago, all decided to take a wager on who would beat that final mission in the this final special mission in Dark Side territory battles. Because um, none of us had beaten it yet. We only had like one or two people in our guild who actually beat it. And uh, we all decided that whoever won would get to decide somebody else for everybody else to take the gear 12. Um, Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> So someone was we, very, very mean. Um, well, so was it you? And we decided to just to be nice. If if anybody tied, like if anybody else did succeeded in beating it, um, then they would they would they wouldn't have to succumb to the punishment. Um, but anybody who didn't beat it would have to be given one of these tunes to take to gear twelve. Um, and I actually <laughs> miraculously ended up being the only one to beat it, um, which was kind of just dumb luck, I think. But um, so <laughs> I told I told the rest of them that they could choose between Royal Guard, Gar Saxon, and IG One Hundred to take the gear twelve, <laughs> um, nice. which is probably probably a little bit too mean of me. But and then Craig was like, "Hey, how about I take Mob Enforcer to gear twelve? So oh like, uh, my <laughs> goodness, that was his choice. Okay. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> okay, hey, that's brutal. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, really like gar or royal guards really not terrible because they're actually right. they would be kind of usable especially in 3v3 um yeah well and that was that was in the middle of i mean really when gauntlet was kind of meta in the in the fleet arena so i didn't think it was that bad but it's yeah. When, yeah. inevitably That's when true. the droids take back over the meta it might be nice to have ig100 at gear 12 right that counter that was, yeah He's pretty good, I think. I just would never yeah. waste time on him right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I use <laughs> I used him in um in one of my grand arena battles with a couple other Empire and it you know, if he was geared up a bit more, I feel like I could actually use him as a leader in three V three just because of the counters <laughs> and everything. That's yeah. a pretty good leader ability for that game mode. Yeah, Gar. Or you can ask Soul how he likes his because his is Gear Twelve now. So, <laughs> is that that's who he chose? Yeah. Well, yeah. Who did Born's chose? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty. Sure, I need to check. I'm pretty sure he did IG100, or he he talked about it. <laughs> so he um, almost got one of every kind. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Adam Adam did Royal Guard because he was already at like Gear Eleven, so it was easy for him. Oh, beautiful. Oh yeah. I'll check. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um. All right, so uh, something else that's super awesome that happened this week. Thank you, guys. We finally hit 1,000 subs on YouTube. So, you know, now the the next 1,000 is, you know, where we want to get to, obviously. But, no, this is uh, super awesome. So thank you, guys, to everyone who subbed to us on YouTube. Very exciting stuff. Um, and something else as a celebration of a thousand subs i'm gonna start making youtube thumbnails 
<laughs> Let's make our YouTube pretty. I like it. Make YouTube great again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe when we get to 2000, uh, we can have tags. Yeah, see, there you go. We'll get, to, we'll get to. <laughs> We're working Add something it. for every thousand. Um, <laughs> all right, so something else we are doing is we are opening back up uh, the Shattered Order t-shirts. If you want one of those, uh, I believe, was it Spring Tea? Spring Tea. You, or no, sorry, it's... Teespring. No, it's Bonfire. Teespring. I, is it? I can't remember. Is it? Uh, we will put the link in the <laughs> in the show notes because we can't remember what the link is. But uh, we're going to open that back up for t-shirts. Uh, we had somebody win a gift card in the UK, and apparently it's incredibly difficult to send a gift card from the US over to the UK. And so that person is going to get a shirt instead. So um, uh, I, th I think if, you know, like, our thirty dollar um, gift card people. If you guys want a shirt, I think we can start making that happen. I think that would be super cool if you want that instead of a gift card. Uh, but um, yeah, so that'll be in the show notes. If you want a Shattered Order T-shirt, they are unbelievably comfortable. The, their shirts are really amazing. I'm probably gonna order another one because. The sultry female currently has mine. She won't give it back. She loves the damn thing. She, she has her own. She has two of them, and I have none, so I'm gonna have to get myself another one. But because they are super comfy, um, yeah. So, uh, are you guys ready for this first thing? Always ready. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? All probably right. So probably should have tested the soundboard because holy smokes, really <laughs> important what we're doing this week. Really important. Had to crank yeah. it up to eleven just so you knew. <laughs> <laughs> It'll sound fine in the podcast, but live streamers, sorry guys. Yeah, um, sorry live stream. Yeah. So, all right. This week in Swoga, very exciting stuff. I did a live stream with D Popeye from. Uh, uh, God, I can't remember the entire guild. Yavin for um, I can't I can't believe I forgot the guild. Uh, it's a guild I I've heard of. I don't but, remember. Uh, I'm spreading my goldfish memory anyway, to you. <laughs> so big shout out to Popeye for joining me on the stream. That was a lot of fun. We met up in round two of the Grand Arena and we live streamed it. Went back and forth. It was a lot of fun. Um, I so. I had some issues with the audio. I, I, I'm not the guy who uses OBS every week. That's Dan's job. So I don't know how to level the audio and stuff. So that's my fault. I apologize for the awful audio on that. I will be sure to get that fixed next time I do one of those. Um, I will actually monitor myself so I can balance that sort of stuff. And that won't happen again. But nonetheless, the, uh, the gameplay I thought was really good. Uh, you Got to see both battles. It's really cool watching a Grand Arena like that. Getting to see him go back and forth. Uh, it's it's kind of exciting. You know, you're rooting against somebody. You're cheering for your own team. I highly recommend that everybody do this at least once. Find somebody, whether it's a guild, whether it's somebody in the Shattered Order Discord. Uh, find someone that you're close in Galactic Power with that you can have a little bit of rivalry with. And... You, 
even if you're just doing a screen share on Discord, uh, that's another way you can do it. J and, you know, pick a time and just <laughs> go back and forth in the battles. It really does make it so much more fun. It is awesome. Can't you know, wait. I didn't even think about this, uh, but uh, you literally just gave me game tapes that I can watch for Grand Arena. So thank you for that. Yeah, perfect. Um, I appreciate which, that. Which, yes. Um, <laughs> he's, he's so I'm flustered gonna now. I'm going to have to change my defense up. So, <laughs> he's so flustered honest, now. <laughs> I'm going to have to change my defense a bit because there are now two videos out there of what I use on defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like it's that difficult to figure out what I'm gonna do. Um, I don't yeah. change my defense up that much from round to round. I I do a little bit. I always do reset it, and you know. Uh, but you can get a pretty good idea. But I am gonna have to change a few things for sure. I think there was only one thing I changed between the last two rounds. I don't know. I I I liked your advice last time that like on defense you want things that are at least gonna do some damage. And maybe don't necessarily end up with full protection or whatever, full health. But they're at least going to yep. like hit for something. Um, so I like I like that strategy. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, it's... A lot of those questions this week, too. Like, all right, well, if I put this guy on defense, is that going to be a good one? And one that I've heard a lot of talk about was a Jawa Engineer with his thermals mm -hmm. on defense. Just because the thermals are going to blow up yeah. anyway. So... That's one that I've seen a lot of people put scavenger? on defense. Engineer. Okay. The guy that throws what? out thermals Sca on his basic. Scavenger. Yeah. Hey. Scavenger does a lot of them too. Uh, pairing those two together wouldn't be bad. I know I oh, love yeah. using HK88 and Jawa Engineer together on the same team because you're guaranteed AOE damage. And Let me write this thermals. down. <laughs> well, you know, that make a good team is if you threw a let's. Well, I don't know how good it is. Maybe for your back line, but Nebit engineer and uh scavenger on a team that could get pretty nasty yes you should definitely at least do for that damage way. take yeah. some points away well so uh now that we've got a little bit more 3v3 under our belt this is uh this can be a segment later in the show what we've learned about 3v3 and i'm sure we're all gonna have a few things uh like the thermals with Jawas. It's always surprising. There's always <laughs> something. Um, yep. But back to my Swaga week. I finished the Falcon God at 7 star. Because my Han and Chewie are max. It is 188 speeds. It's as fast as it could possibly be. Uh, it's the fastest ship in the galaxy. Um, it is great. Hey I love that ship. It's amazing. Uh, so something else was I did a Twitter poll this past week. Because I and I think I may start doing this. It worked out really well. We got like seventy or eighty votes from it. Uh, I asked who people thought that I should gear up next, and the uh, Kira and Vandor Chewy won in a total landslide. They got like sixty-three percent of the votes or something. Uh, I think I had three or four teams on there, and that was by far the winner. So I. I did. I took uh, Vandor to gear 12. I zated him. <laughs> that I, I'm all in. Uh, I got Dodged a bullet Kira. there. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I took Kira to gear 11. So that is a team that Tesh might see on defense here pretty soon. 
And um, I'm going to talk about modding him here in a moment. But the other things I did, I'm farming Basilish on Fallen, Range Trooper, because I think Range Trooper should be a total stud with uh, Stark and... Um, Veers. Uh, Veers in a 3v3 trooper team because... <laughs> I mean, he really adds a lot to troopers anyway, and there's not really a good third trooper to fit with him, and I think that's probably range trooper, so I'm working on him. I'm farming yeah. Pandras, farming the B-28, and I'm also considering gearing Embo soon because one thing I've found in these 3v3 is, is I don't really have enough bounty hunters to make two solid teams. Uh, I, need, I, need, I really need another bounty hunter that does good damage rather than more support-style stuff like Zam does, or, um, I mean, I guess Zam's really the one I'm referring to. She's useful, but she just doesn't help with the other bounty hunters I have. Ambo fits in with where my bounty hunters are at, and his gear is actually pretty easy. I was looking at it on Swagaga, and I, I think I can get him to gear 11 without too much trouble. So, that is my current project. What about you, Goodnight Punk? Uh, you know, same old, same old with the not too much going on. But uh, I did get something exciting going on, and that was I finished Houndstooth to seven star. So nice. That was that was pretty exciting. The only problem is I have Bo Boba, Boba's dad Django is at fifty one out of eighty five. So I'm still gonna be farming that node for a while. Fifty one out of eighty five though is not that bad considering I got a bunch of Houndstooth shards. Oh, that's uh, something else I did this week. Oh, I'll get into that. But anyway, so get, considering I got a lot of bonus Houndstooth shards this past week, uh, it makes sense that he pulled ahead and got finished with seven stars before Django. But I'm still going for Django because I would like to have that second really good leader. But the, yeah, so Houndstooth, seven star, pretty sweet. Um, but the reason Houndstooth got seven star before um before the hounds or Django gosh I can't I'm losing my mind is because I did decide to at least unlock the Millennium Falcon this week so I I did a few of those I did a few of those uh, packs not packs I bought the $60 pack which pretty much brought me all the way to unlock so um I did that this week, but that, that included a crap ton of Houndstooth shards, which pretty much brought me within of course. 80 out of 100 on the Houndstooth anyway. So farming finished that off this week, but I did unlock Millennium Falcon. I can tell you this much. You know how I always talk about how crappy my arena rank is for ships? I have been... Un I In one day, I did a refresh on my battles. I went from 293 down to 66 and Holy cow. since then i've stayed top 100 the entire time so i think nice. it's well worth it because of the extra zeta mats and uh, i'm i'm just about to sneak into the uh just about to sneak into the top 50 and start getting crystals and then the other part to the, what i did this week is i finished off home one uh with all the prestige and all the all the stuff to get it maxed out and then i took akbar from gear eight yes i had akbar at only gear eight all the way up to gear 12 now so and throw all the gear 12 pieces on him so my home one is pretty much 
I need some gear 12 plus pieces on him and then it'll be completely maxed. So pretty stoked about that. It's working out pretty well. So now I have two max capital ships and I think, think what's his face? Yeah. Uh, Executor's guy. Tarkin. Tarkin's next, I think. Um, but I'm, I, I really, I'm up to 1300 prestige and I really don't want to use it on a capital ship right now because I feel like in the next two or three months there's probably going to be one and then I'll be down at zero wondering why I spin it all when you need 1900 to max it out so (laughs) so I think I'm going to keep that and just keep my two max capital ships for now but I was pretty stoked to get another one and then the last thing you guys have already talked about how you're meeting up in the championship round I am in the championship round of my grand arena um so that means I can't claim to be undefeated because I fell asleep and didn't battle in the first one and lost in the championship right. round. Right. But I can say I have been in the championship round of every Grand Arena, so I'm pretty stoked. I love this mode so much. So fun. Yeah, me too. So, how about you, Tesh? What have you been up okay. to this week? Well, what do you got, Wink? What you got? Uh, hey, go ahead. Is is it the best game mode in Swaga, or is it the best game mode in any mobile Ooh. game that you've played? <laughs> to be honest, this is the only mobile game I've ever played. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one I played longer I'm in the than same boat, like so. three weeks. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, nice. There it is. I'm gonna need to get a charger here. I'm a noob, and uh, <laughs> I forgot that. But please don't um, die on us. I was. I'm. I'm surprised that uh, I've been really surprised at how much. How important it is to get Akbar's speed up because I thought that like getting Millennium Falcon speed or Biston speed or whoever your fastest ship is would be important. But I feel like I found that if Akbar, if the opponent's Akbar goes before you, it's, that's pretty. It's kind of a death knell. Um, not completely, but it definitely puts you in the hole a lot more than I expected it to. So I'm I'm doing the same thing. Um, I just got my Akbar to gear twelve and two pieces, um, which still is. Nice. I think it's like 173 or 174 speed. So it's still behind okay. a lot of people on my shard. I usually am in the top five of each payout um, each day. So I'm, I'm, it's pretty pretty competitive up there. Here's a question um, for you about yeah. your Akbar, because this is one that I got to do this week. But do you have uh, six six E mods on them yet? No. Neither do <laughs> wait, I. How many, wait, how many <laughs> six top mods do I have? <laughs> how many do I have total? No, no. How many do I have? Do you remember from all the comparisons? I have like thirteen. Um, so Akbar is. I just screenshot it not too long ago. Uh, let's. Okay. Let's see what. Um, I did it pretty early on. Whenever I found out that we both got in, so I am looking mm-hmm. for it. Uh, crap. Where is it? Hey, there it is. All right. So this is the comparison breakdown between you oh and I. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Measuring Zetas, our routines. I will say I'm mine get first. My I'll be back. All right. <laughs> I'll say mine first, and then I'll say Tesh's. Zetas, 51 to 45. Gear 11, 27 to 24. Gear 12, 52 to 48. Six dot mods, 73 to 17 small discrepancy That's close. there <laughs> almost uh, an anagram uh plus 10 speed mods i'm at 241 he's at 124 
plus 15 speed mods i'm at 75 he's at 29 and plus 20 speed mods i'm at 20 and he is at three so <sighs> it's, the reason it's i asked close 60 mods add how many speed uh two of them adds one speed so if you have all yeah, 60 so if i mods put three on them i'll get three get more three speed because yep. a lot of the act bars i've seen on my shard are one one speed higher than mine right now so if i get all those 60s on there i'll be two ahead of them so that'll be really good so something else to mention about those 60 mods on like uh this stand for example you have to put i believe you have to put four on to gain one speed it works a little bit different because of the pilots uh you know having the additional pilots it changes up the number that you need to actually gain speed like i'm actually missing a 60 mod on han but my falcon is still max speed at 188 and i assume that is due to a rounding error huh it must be just on the <laughs> right around the 0.5 mark just below it yeah what else you got tesh what else you got going on this week so I was uh I was able to use my recently six starred Andrew supportive or Duke Nukem as <laughs> those of you who do not understand I, I did not the nostalgia that is code uh -huh. for. <laughs> I had not made that um, connection yet, but yes, that is exactly It looks just yeah, like him, man. Yeah. It's awesome. It's or crazy. cable for Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> Um, or cable yeah, so from I, Discord. I six... <laughs> I'm kidding. I I don't we know. know. We now but... know what you're like. Um, yeah. So I've I've been pushing pretty hard on him. It's, I've actually only been doing like three 100 crystal refreshes every day. Um, oh, you know what? I just realized my not my mic for my recording. Um, so I'm I've been doing three the 300 three 100 crystal refreshes on him, um, which doesn't seem too burdensome. Um, and he's already at six star. So, and yeah. I figure in two weeks, Juhani and Karth will be farmable. I guess a week and a half probably by this point. Um, and uh, that's enough time for me to get for to me to finish off Candrus and probably just like with uh, whoever it was. Revan, that guy. <laughs> Um, it's, you and me are exactly thinking the same thing with what the yeah. next two are. I think the next one, one of the next two is going to drop at a 20 node, kind of like T3 was low and mission was high. Right. Uh, my Candorus right. is, my Candorus is 76 out of 85 and I've been doing the same three 100. Nice. So almost six star, just like you. Dang. Yeah, I, but, I've been getting, I mean, I've been getting like really good drops. Like I think there's been like one or two times when I got one out of 10. But other than that, I've got I've seen a bunch of like six out of ten, which I know it it's just weird. Um so it makes sense that that's what me a little bit ahead. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, so I'm hoping to get him done so I can switch to somebody else if they put him up somebody else on on Cantina. Otherwise I'm going back to cruise node. <laughs> yeah, you and me both, man. You and me both. <laughs> I'm jealous, guys. Was, I'm super Was Kit jealous. Fisto your last one, Dan? Kit Fisto was the last one. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how, but I I managed to get all them done somehow. Um, I also 
got my Falcon to seven star. Um, I had to buy the last 25 shards for IG 2000. Um, but that was it. Um, so I was, I got, I managed to get pretty lucky on that. Um, yeah, besides that, I'm just doing a whole bunch of nodes on, on Bastila of the Fallen and, Oh my gosh, my my favorite screen is like so depressing right now because I mean just like everybody else, it's like full of rebels and all these phoenix that we stopped at gear nine to get thrown and <laughs> have to come back to now. So yeah, I, the... I think I put on like one gear piece every two days. So here's the question. Mm -hmm. So you're obviously farming Bastila. Are you farming yeah. Bastila, Wink? Fallen Bastila, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. So let me ask you, how abysmal have your um, mm. drops been? Because I've been, I haven't done any refreshes yet. I'm, I've am i come know. to the point now where I have to do refreshes because I feel like the red drop rate's so bad. I'd say since, since she came out doing no refreshes a day, just doing eight battles a day, I have gained 23 shards in what? About two weeks? Yikes. The past three days, I've done my eight and got one shard. So it's like, I'm just wondering if you guys have as bad luck as me. It's been going okay. I don't have a huge issue with it. No, um, I, just, no. I think she's at like 25 out of 65 for me. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, Hopefully uh, without uh, refreshes then, because... Oh, no. I, that's, that's been a whole... Well, I guess I wasn't farming her... Um, I think I did like just extra energy at the end of the day on her while I was finishing up the ships. ships. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they soaked up so much energy. I, I, so I went like a week and a half without farming Bastila fallen, um, which kind of killed me. I was like really anxious about what that was going to do, um, how far behind I was going to get. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing 24 nodes on her now a day. Well, as far as bounty hunter Dang. ships, you go with the devil you know, because you know that that is actually a legendary. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we're all speculating on what's going to be coming next. I mean. Well, let me, okay, so let me talk about that for a second, because I've been thinking today, and it's just kind of driving me okay. nuts. We had, and I told you this in our in our ever ongoing discord dm but the we had three legendaries already and a hero's journey that's that's pretty that's a lot compared to like previous years so unless they're gonna keep doing these legendaries throughout the year like they've never done before i have to think that either we're done with them or ev or maybe we have one more because it's it's getting kind of it's getting to the point where yeah it's going to have to start slowing down because i feel like they always do they always pack those things in certain months and then the rest of the year yeah. it's like game modes and other things marquees like crazy like last year so i don't know man yeah. i i don't know if these guys are going to be needed if or anything but i'm still farming them like crazy I suspect we'll need them for something. There's always something dark side that comes in February, and I think we'll see something then. Then I think we'll see a break for a little while where we maybe get 
additional features as far as like maybe a new game mode and expansion onto Grand Arena. Because if you recall last year, whenever they introduced, you know, Territory Battle and Territory War, the expansion for those came, you know, later that next year, not not too terribly long after. So I would think by maybe March or April, we would be due for a Grand Arena expansion of some form, maybe taking records into account and matching up with better rewards or something along those lines. And then uh, as we move in later into the year, we're going to move into episode nine. And then, of course, I think by mm. mid-year, we're going to start seeing some of those characters coming in. And you're really going to want to be paying attention because you know there's going to be a few legendary events that come with that, you know, next December or so. Maybe finally we'll get an old Luke. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling Maybe. you. Old Luke, Maybe. Jedi Luke, any of those yeah. things. There's, yeah. Yeah. Jedi Luke, just, we been... never see. Jedi Luke, who's that? Who's he? Who's he? Oh, jeez. It's been a year since the Sith Raid came out, too, right? Uh, it has been. Yeah, it was almost. February. Yep. So almost. It was. Okay. I don't know how often old. the raids have been created. I don't know what the gap has been between those. That's a good thing to look uh, up because it seems like it was like a year and a half at least between. Yes, from HAT. Because I think Rome. it was. I think it was like October or November. Yeah, do I remember? So it was life. supposed to come out in August. It was supposed to come out in August, and then it came out later. Oh right, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> because we got Rancor. I think in April, we got Rancor and Guilds right at the same time, which was around April to May. And then the 24th, it was the day after my birthday. <laughs> it was supposed to be August. And then a little after that is when, whenever we saw the AAT raid, I think September, late September. And then it was, you know, a year and a half until we saw the Sith raid. So, I don't know, I guess we'll see. But um, y'all have any other things before we move into the next topic? Uh, something I was going to say, but I forget it. I got something. All right. Since we didn't okay. really write it anywhere else, this is kind of, I'll just bring it up now and we can talk about it. So have you guys seen that if you go into ships, and a lot of people thought, ah. like Winkin particularly, when you go into ships and you look at the drop downs, there's a bunch of factions. Well, some people mm -hmm. thought that all the factions that are there for characters are there for ships as well, so it's never any th news to see something there. But if you look at the if you look at the drop down for ships compared to characters every drop down for ships has a ship in it there's none there's no jawas in there there's no tuscans in there it's all stuff that has ships in it and That's suddenly true. i don't know when this appeared but there is a old republic old Repu there's a searchable thing for old republic in ships that i don't I think, think it's was been there, there for a while if it has, then no one noticed it and hasn't made a big deal of it because it seems <laughs> this seems like it's pointing towards something because every other ship category has a ship in it, except for this one. Right. And we talked a lot about the Ebon Hawk when we were talking about um, sh when old we heard Old Republic stuff was coming. Well, now you got the people that would fly it. So yeah, what do you think the, the odds uh, that that's coming? I just found a I'm, I just searched on Reddit. There was a post like four months ago about it being there. Okay. Okay. Well, so it's it's been there for a good while. To, <laughs> good to hear. I still that. think it's leading to, to something. I still oh, yeah, think it's sure. got to be. I told, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely it's... all agree there. What's what is it? What's it gonna you know? What's gonna be required? It could totally just be marquees. 
you know, who knows? Uh, I hope they be, don't. I, I mean, that I would guess. be my guess, Marquee. Yeah. But, I hope they don't use, like, all yeah, the probably. Sith fighters, Sith, Sith ships <laughs> to get the Ebon Hawk. That would, like, I'm a huge <laughs> KOTOR fan, but that would be just disappointing. Yeah, because then you'd have to farm them. Well, I mean, I'm doing it anyway, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there um, you go. I'm almost six-star <laughs> on my Sith fighter because, with all the leftover yeah. energy I have every day. Two yep. or three yep. Sims, yeah. and I'm almost to six-star. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually have been doing eight nodes of B-28 now. Well, I think that one's better than Sith fighter, so you're good there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. At least it has totally days. Fair. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. If I was a Swigga character, how would you nod me? Alright. Character Nasty. modding. Um, so, got a question in our Discord channel uh, about First Order to some degree, and kind of talked about them last week to some degree, but somebody mentioned using Kylo and modding him entirely for speed because on his AoE he gives anyone with advantage or anyone who has a first order 25% turn meter, which is obviously incredibly useful. So, uh, what did I miss? Oh, man. You were just like, you turned robotic and slow there. It was weird. But you can understand it. It was just weird. <laughs> Your audio like went away at like half of light speed and then came back at half of. Like, well, that's my internet. All... That does not surprise me at all. Yeah, <laughs> just say um, it again. Something about something about modding Kylo for speed. Yeah, so the idea was to <laughs> mod Kylo, make him extremely fast because of all the turn mm. meter he would give to people. Now, if you're modding crew with you know crit avoidance and high health and everything like I talked about last week. That might not be a bad idea because he's not going to go very often. And, I mean, you still do want him to go uh, to some degree, obviously. Um, that's not a bad idea, especially for 3v3. I think it's more useful in 3v3 probably than it would be in 5v5 just because you have First Order Officer, you have TIE Fighter Pilot, you have other characters that are going to oh. be a little bit speedy. But in 3v3 especially, modding Kylo for speed definitely I don't think would be a terrible idea at all. But if I were going to do that, and because it obviously helps the entire team, if I were going to do that, I would still focus on protection primaries on him. Just be especially if you have him zated, um, because of I think only if you have him zated. Yeah, well, that's probably fair. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess you still get the benefit from Zeta Crew leadership. Yes. It, you know. Keep going. Um, you just might have a few more options. You know, if he's not Zeta, you may want to go health. You, you know, but I think if you have him Zeta, you definitely want to go want to go protection. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's an option. Totally viable. Not a terrible idea at all. Uh, the other character that I really wanted to talk about modding because I found this incredibly interesting was Vandor Chewbacca. I have had no use with him whatsoever until this week. Are you guys very familiar with this <laughs> kid at all? Yeah, I just zated him. Nope. So actually, so when I just gave him a Zeta, and we're having a competition every time we have a territory where we we put him in the same zone, and they're both like, it's both like total gear eight. 
squad of like Kira, Vandor, L3, whatever, you know, all the rest of them. And they're all gear eight, but the Zeta, Vandor, Chewie, and we just we just compete to see who gets the most offenses. <laughs> because um, it inevitably does like they're all gear eight or gear nine but it inevitably gets a defense because people are so side you know blindsided by by it it is it yeah. is um I, I was concerned about how good the zeta would be even after going against the team that screwed me against cubs i was still <laughs> skeptical of how well it would work because of the his prepared and the way he gets prepared so if you're unaware if he is not damaged after a turn he recovers 10% protection or sorry he recovers 10 he recovers protection equal to 10% of his health and once he gets back to full protection he becomes prepared he has a special ability that will use up his prepared and his revive will use up his prepared so uh if the idea here is he's using his health percentage to fill up his protection, the idea here is that you want his protection to be as small as possible and you want his health to be as large as possible because that gives you the best chance for him to heal back to 100%, obviously. And plus, he heals other characters with that as well. Now, if I can chime in for a second, he also has a unique... That adds I'm about to 80% get there. of his max. Yes. Yeah, okay. That, <laughs> that, that's Let me huge. steal all of your thunder. So, no. I don't want to be invited back. No, you're totally fine. <laughs> so, like you just said, his unique ability gives... He has 80% bonus health, but he loses 40% protection. So, mm-hmm. I ran some math, and... Uh, th- you'll be able to find this uh, in the show notes. It'll be at shatteredorder.com slash episode slash 133. And if you put a five-star health primary on him, that is, with whenever you consider his unique ability, what that does, a five-star health primary is equal to 10.58% health rather than 5.5, or sorry, 5.88 because of his unique ability. If you put a five-star protection primary on him, it goes from 23.5% down to 14.1% that you're gaining. So there is less than, there's basically a 3.5% difference by going with protection over health primary at five-star. However, if you go to a six-star health primary, that is equal to a 28.8% health increase on Vandor Chewbacca. That is absolutely freaking drastic, especially... Yeah, that's, that's bonkers. Yes. Especially when you're talking about the fact that, you know, the protection recovery that he gives to himself and everyone else is based on his health. Um, there, There is absolutely no argument, in my opinion... To ever put a protection primary on a Vandor Chewbacca in any circumstance whatsoever, you should absolutely be doing health primaries, no question. What do y'all think? Agreed. I'm trying to do a little bit of math myself here for a second. Um, I uh, forgot what we were talking about after you said, do you know Vandor Chewbacca's kit? And I said no. (laughs) Um, so I'm like, I'll come back to this episode when I when I level. So one other thing about a health set on him 
So a health set is typically 10% bonus health. However, on Vandor Chewbacca, a health set bonus goes from 10% up to 18%. He's flying away again. <laughs> my bad. You're back. Um, you're back. You're good. All right. All right. It was because I grabbed my phone. I'm using my phone as a hotspot. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, health set bonuses, health primaries on the Vandor Chewbacca. There are arguments for other things. I mean, tenacity can be important because you don't want him to get uh, heal immunity, obviously. But it's not like there's a lot of health immunity out there, so I don't know how big of an issue that's going to be. Um well, and if you have L3, it doesn't even stick. She oh, dispels so often. Interesting. L3 dispels every time she gets hit. That so is healing immunity doesn't even stick. Wow. If if there's it's it's so frustrating. That... I, in the last in my last Grand Arena battle, um, the last team that I had to face was a Kira, a like Gear 10 Kira, a Gear 12 L3, and a Gear 11 Nest, I think. Um, and I tried to go in there with, I think, a, a Sidious team. Um, Sidious and Maul or something. I forget what. I was kind of down to the to the dregs. Um, but if, if so if, if, they, if you get AoE debuffs on the whole team, then if you hit L3, she'll dispel one of them at random. Oh. But you're hitting her so often. That, I mean, you hit her three times and all of those AoE debuffs are gone. And then every time you hit her, even if you hit her with Sidious's basic that gives healing immunity, she dispels it immediately because she's the only one debuffed. And you hit her, so she dispels. Like it's, <laughs> you can't debuff that team. That is a good point. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nasty. Huh. I like it. One, one question. I was curious, and you probably don't. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't know the answer to this either. I don't know how we would figure it out. But do, if you so the mods. On Vandor Chewie, if if you that twenty eight percent health primary, um, does that apply before the eighty percent increase? Do you think that that is well, the twenty eight point eight percent is factoring in that unique ability, so that is why it basically. Oh goes, yeah, duh. that's true. That's yeah. true. That is why it goes well, I, from the sixteen percent hmm. up. I I wonder if the mechanics of it work that way because you know how like if at the beginning of a battle you like see it's like with that boba potency team you'll see their health and then like instantly it like triples you know the amount of bars like triples oh yeah right when the battle starts i wonder if if the mods are applied first and then that 80 percent increase or if, i don't know um uh... Well, I mean, it's a unique ability. Or, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't really sure change much. Works. No I, matter what, yeah, the health primaries are still. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that is um, that would be my suggestion on modding Vandor Chewbacca. And like you said, with L three, uh, you you might as well just go <clears throat> all health. I mean, and. People do 25% less damage against him. Uh, probably, I mean, because the most important ability that he does is the uh, revive. And the fact that one of his specials actually uses up his prepared. 
it's not a bad idea to maybe put three health primaries on him and then maybe a crit avoidance arrow or another health primary arrow. I don't think you... Uh, you probably don't necessarily want a speed arrow on him because you don't want him to be resetting his cooldowns and using that special ability and getting rid of prepared because you want him to stay prepared. So, um, you know, that's kind of, uh, I mean, you could argue either way on that probably, but you know, that just increases his survivability even more, making him more difficult to kill. So I, you know, that's kind of what I did with my Vandor Chewbacca. I think he has a crit avoidance arrow three, or I think he has two health primaries, one tenacity primary. I think I think Tess just talked me into uh, going with a health primary instead of the tenacity, especially if I'm using him with L three. So yeah. So how do you guys how do you guys take that team down? I, you know, honestly, I've never fought it. Really? And it is not something I look forward to. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> so, the important thing is you got to find a way to take out Vandor Chewie. The problem is um, L3 and Zalbar are two characters that often get paired with him. And mm -hmm. you have to get through the taunt. So... Characters that can ignore Taunt, I think Boba Fett would be a fantastic option. Let Vandor get some buffs, yes. put some debuffs on him, and then just try to execute him and be done with the whole situation. Not a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Revan, of course, can ignore, but that's probably way overkill. Um, RJ Does, team, what's his what? health usually like? Because in chat, they mention ProDroid. But if he is over ninety nine thousand health and protection, at gear twelve, he probably at gear twelve without any mods, he's at fifty four thousand health with no mods at gear twelve. Yeah, so that's that's. So are you sure? A little hard. I think at, mine's if, at, if you give him. Mine's at like thirty four thousand, but he only has one piece this is, in gear this, twelve. This is after the eighty percent increase. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's so ProDroid's probably and not going to be your whatever. best option. Well, well I don't even know if you could get to him because L3 taunts at the beginning of the battle. Be the and, then, uh, and she gains yeah. like 10% max health every time she has a basic. So by the time IPD gets his protection gone and has and can do the special ability, L3's probably stacked 150% of her health. Like, So my question yeah. with that is, Zalbar is a tank who taunts, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. So does he not taunt that often in this team? Because if he's taunting at the same time as L3, he taunts he can still all us. the effing time. Right. So you don't, have to, worry. Live stream you don't with have to worry Popeye. about L3. Ugh. You don't have to worry about L3 if you're targeting with Probe Droid then. Because if he's ta yeah, taunted, you, you don't have to worry about L3. Well, so. no, you uh, you said you said Zalbar, right? Not Vandor Chewie. Vandor Chewie Zalbar. don't taunt. Zalbar taunts oh, okay. all the freaking time. Right, right. I forget. I, I got the two the two Wookies mixed up thinking because they both I've usually end up in times. that team. So, yep. all right. Yeah, yeah he's if, not the taunting one. If you're just talking about 3v3, obviously it wouldn't probably, but unless you sack, like just didn't have Kira on the team, which would be kind of silly. That, yeah. <laughs> the way, one, a way that I did it, and I still don't know how it happened. I'm like, my mind is still blown. That, that one team that I had in Grand Arena, it was Kira, L3, and Nest. 
Um, I think it was the last round, so I had, I had pretty much won by that point in time anyway, but... Um, I, Humble brag. <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but I took in Tebow at, like, gear 9, Ewok Elder at gear 12, and Scout at gear 11. And somehow, L3 wasn't taunting. Once I dispelled the taunt, somehow she didn't taunt again. And I think it might have just been that I was constantly removing turn meter with Tebow. Um, but I was able to kill Kira because L3 wasn't taunting at all. Um, so my like <laughs> my hodgepodge Ewoks were actually able to take out their leadership and then it, it kind of fell apart. Um, but I, I would not recommend that. Um, Did you have Paplu in there? No, it was it was in three v three. It was uh, who was it? Tebow lead, Ewok elder, and Scout. So Tebow was, was pretty say, much because I was gonna say if it was Paplu, I could understand it because Paplu would have just dispelled the taunt every time he tacked. Yeah, there might, I mean there must have been something about the way she gains taunt that she just wasn't able to. I don't know. Weird. Hmm. Good question. That's crazy. Good question. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all have any other comments about modding of Kylo or Vandor Chewbacca? Think I'm good. Good. Yeah. Nope. All right. Next. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All right, time for the calendar. Um, there are basically two important things on the calendar that people care about. The next territory war on <coughs> one twenty-eight is going to be a normal territory war. No bonuses, no special, no anything. It is just going to be as vanilla as it can be. Five v five, regular, regular old stuff. You know what to do. I think we However, should talk about that for a second before you move on. Okay. All right. All right. You, I think you might have been going into it. Our biggest thing with this new fun and playful territory war thing is that people liked the way it was. And so here we are. The next territory war is just a straight up territory war as we knew it before the new year, which is yeah. what people were mi missing. Now, <clears throat> I want to implore everyone who may not have seen the post on the forums to go to the forums and check the forum post in dev announcements because they are asking, they want to know the community's opinion on how often they would like vanilla territory wars. That's what they're calling it, vanilla territory wars, the original territory wars, mixed in with all the bonuses and weird stuff that they're doing. So ah. if you are a territory war purist and that is what you want and you don't want this other stuff as often as the normal or you want the normal mixed half and half with the other <clears> stuff, <throat> or you want the new stuff 75% of the time, there's a post on the forums asking for feedback. Go put your feedback so that everyone is heard, and then once they look at that and decide what they're going to do, no one can complain that they were, they did not, that did not put their feedback in, if that makes sense. It's kind of like yep. complaining about who gets voted into an office. If you don't vote... Yep. It's hard to complain, right? So go put your feedback about Territory Wars on the forums. Now, I was going to say this. I think it's awesome that they did. I don't know. If, 
I was going to say that they listened, but I don't want to say they listened to us. But this is something that we have talked about often, and that is <laughs> just mix some regular Territory Wars in with the new stuff, and I think that would make people a little happier. I like the new stuff, not so much the band character one, but I like the new stuff. I like I didn't like the old stuff, so I like the new stuff more than that. But I know people like the old stuff more than the new. So I think it's good that they're mixing them together again. I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I think a lot of people yep. really wanted this basic stuff. Um, again, so I'm, I'm glad they're they're bringing it back. But I, I yeah, I'm I'm with you. If people don't speak up, then they're not gonna. You know, if it's just the people who have strong opinions about it that speak up, then they're gonna get a biased sample. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the loudest minority, right? Guy infiltrating your feedback. So, <laughs> so go in there and be like. Meh. That okay. is true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A M-E-H will certainly uh, give them an opinion. <laughs> so. Um, all right, sorry. All right. Didn't so, mean to hijack you there. As important as that is, uh, there's, there's something else last day of this month. Um, Dar- Raven? I've heard of this Am character. Am I reading that correctly? Yes, Raven. You, oh, Simone. it's a, it's a character. Ravan. It's not a bird. Oh, Ravan. <laughs> it is a bird. Ravan. That's Raven. what it is. It's the I'm second sorry, yeah. creature put into the game, <laughs> which it means is, I'm gonna uh, love nice. it. Well, Wampa and yeah, Raven. That's probably true. My two favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you are unaware, the return of Jedi Knight Revan is January 31st. His event will be returning, requiring the first five um, Old Republic characters that were introduced into the game. Get ready. Mission, I mean, Zalbar, T3, Jolie Bindo, Bastila and Bastila Sean. So if you have those five characters at seven star, you will be able to finish this event. And I say that be- meaning... If you have them all above gear eight, you will be able to finish this event because that is literally all you need. In the last, the hardest tier, the last tier, even if T3, Mission, and Zalbar die, all you got to do is keep using Jolie's heals with with Bastila and the Revenant gives you to keep them all alive Uh as they keep barreling down on that crazy beast, whatever it was. We had the name before. I forgot. That's it. Tarant's attack to uh, so if you keep attacking him with those three characters even at gear eight you will beat it so they're good characters so keep leveling them anyway but uh getting to the seven star is definitely well we'll talk about this a little bit later anyways revan is coming back yep <laughs> and so i will by say the time that you hear this so you'll have seven days to get him farmed up <laughs> yes exactly hey so test yeah, do no you have kidding. revan yeah, I, uh, I'm, you know, huge Kotor fan. That's uh, like that's right. My my go to game on like Christmas break or things. I just go through it and try to come up with some other weird build to play it because you know it's an RPG, so you you can kind of you control kind of the character you create. So it's a little bit different each time. So very nice. So you're not yeah, so worried I, about I, it. Well, I, no, I all three him. of us then had to do have him. My alt account. Yeah. I can say this, 15 out of 100, no, sorry, 19 out of 100 on mission. Oh. And I have, 
I have the other four at uh, gear 12, and all I have mission at gear 11. So all I Dang. need is that seventh star, and I have that entire team wow. totally maxed out. I like just got bored. I'm you like, if I'm going to farm them, I'm going to gear them. So all of them are gear 12. They're all ready to go. Oh that's fair. <laughs> you know, that, that's what alts are for, right? Doing stupid things. So all <laughs> my old Republic. Watched, I, have you guys been Gear watching 12. the uh, Cubs fan Hans um, World Cup? I watched the first I, video with the group uh, A and B, which was okay. really well, surprising, actually. Yeah. I, yeah, I was surprised by that, too. Um well, the group C and D videos came out, and the, the Team USA. Only try to see if I remember the Team USA is an IG eighty eight lead, um, which first of all was like everyone thought that they were going to be done for because of that. That with Zalbar mission, oh man, who's the rest of it? But it's it was like no one no one expected this team to to do well at all to be any good. <laughs> but is it a Zeta? Yeah, my, well, included. I guess his leadership huh? isn't a Zeta, is it? IG-88's yeah, so that... leadership isn't Zeta, is it? No, it's not. His Zeta's um, the unique no. for the tar oh target God. lock. But Zalbar is brutal yes. on that team, because if he's got a Zeta, he gains protection every time he takes a turn based on how many dots are out. So he's like he's basically getting back to full protection every time he takes a turn on that team. It was, it, so I won't spoil it, but yep. um, <laughs> it was surprising. <laughs> very nice, very nice. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Man, uh, so I think that so that's a good, good Popeye investment. Popeye in Popeye in Grand Arena, he put Candorus, Zalbar, and Mission on defense, and Candorus and Mission had Zetas. Ooh. Oh, good God, that is one frustrating team. Holy smokes! Like it is, it is actually incredibly uh. tough. I was very surprised because of all the assists from Mission. And just Zalbar being a pain in the ass, it it was quite impressive, to say the least. <laughs> so yeah, even with no um, leadership. Yep, even with oh, no leadership. Pa um, pause for wink what? yawn. The legendary <laughs> yawns of Wink. Hey, do, do, experiencing them in person is so much more dramatic man, than it's on been the podcast. A, don't even get me started. It has been a long drink. What? Whatever. God, All right, so y'all are ridiculous. All right, you ready let, for let's this next go on thing? to this next thing. I got a poem to read. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. All right, everyone, I've got a poem to read to you oh boy. that I wrote. All right. Oh. I guess it's not a poem. Maybe it's song lyrics. I don't know. Sing along in your head. Hard nodes on roses, carbontes on ventress. Raids which, are raids which we meddle, some stuck at the entrance. Mod up your characters like it was bling. These are a few of my favorite things. So... This week's poll, we're playing favorites. I had beautiful. a bunch of questions. Hey, you know, I had that that dang. You know what? People are going to start wondering if I like musicals because I think that's from Sound of Music. <laughs> it is. Uh, so that's from Sound of Music. I did the uh, the nice. Annie uh, <laughs> parody song. Listen, people, I don't think I've watched a musical since the Barber of the Butcher Barber of whatever that place was. 
you know, whatever. I went to the movies not knowing that was a musical, by the way. So, so I got tricked into knowing that one. But <laughs> well, I will anyway. balance you out. I'm like a musical geek, so. So you could bat, you could yeah. have told me it was definitely from Sound of Music. <laughs> I've been yeah. singing Mary Poppins all week. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask people some questions about their favorite things in Swaga. Now, not necessarily things that we normally go into every time we talk about Swaga, but just kind of, some of the kind of things that are just kind of out there. Um, and the first one I had was favorite way to ingest Swaga content from creators. Now, I, I know this is a podcast and asking this questions. I didn't actually think it would get skewed towards podcasts, and I don't. I did. I don't want to believe it was, but maybe it was. But here it is: the the answers you could have put were YouTube videos, uh, YouTube and Twitch streams, podcasts, or written like websites and forums. Sixty-one percent of the vote went to podcasts. So, I part of that I'm sure is the fact that we asked podcast <laughs> listeners, but. As I've said many May, times, might have something to do with it. I, I put this questionnaire everywhere. Like every, I put it in at least twelve servers, and some of those people don't even listen to the show. So maybe that's where the other votes came from. I don't know, but sixty-one percent. Now, if we go to the other three, twenty-six point one percent said YouTube videos. Uh, I can't tell here. So the next highest was seven percent for Twitch YouTube streams, and the other. 6% were for written website forums, which is funny to me and because Reddit just loves to say how much written anything is better than everything else, but it is the lowest percentage <laughs> on this poll. That's really interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. It's, I, You know, I would put it written on there and you'd think the people would be like, I don't want to... I don't want to watch That's a kid reveal, I was between but... written and podcast just because I have time in my life right now to listen to podcasts, but I don't really have a lot of time to watch videos because it takes yeah. internet. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a funny thing too, right? Like everyone can get, that's why I love doing this show. Everyone can get in a car mm-hmm. and drive and have something to listen to. That's what we do. You don't have to watch anything unless you watch the live stream. Uh-huh. And you're probably not doing that in a car. But as a podcast, you can listen to yep. that anywhere. And if you have a long drive to work, a two-hour podcast, I'm speaking like on the low end of our time frame for po- our podcast. But if you, you listen to a two-hour podcast, you can probably listen to it on your drive for one or two days, which is perfect, you know? So, I don't know. I, I Before yep. I... Before we started this podcast, I can say that I did listen to podcasts about the game more than any of the others. And that's probably what spurred me to do a podcast. Because back in the day, there was a... Gosh, I can't remember their podcast anymore. But there was a group of three dudes that sat around a table with the world's worst microphone and recorded a podcast and put it up every week. And even though that you could barely hear what they were saying, I listened to that every week. And then... You know, I did listen to uh, Galactic War Report for the first few weeks before we started ours. I listened to them once they came out because, as we've said several times, they had nine episodes, I think, before our first episode. So I listened to them a little bit before we got started. So podcasts were always my thing. I don't know. 
Well, how about you guys? What was if you yeah. if there wasn't back in the day? What what have you listened done the most since the game came out? I mean, for me, it's easily podcast by a long shot. Um, actually, I didn't even uh, the only even sort of podcast thing that I knew about Swaga prior to us doing it was one of the old Lord Skunk streams on YouTube that I would play, and I would just let YouTube play. I'd put it in my pocket so that it wouldn't touch my leg and like get out of the video or whatever. But I would listen to that while I, I was at work. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for a super long time. I work in construction. I generally work by myself. So sticking in some headphones and turning on a podcast or an audio book, uh, you know, audibletrial.com slash shattered order if you want to go get a free one with 30 day trial. Uh, that is just, it's so easy <laughs> for me to listen to something like that and, and go through my day. So, um, that was what really turned me on to the idea whenever you brought it up in chat was like, uh, you know, you mentioned the idea of maybe doing a, a podcast for our guild, which is how this whole thing started. And, you know, of course it grew and expanded, but uh, I've always been such a big podcast fan because they're so easy to listen to while you're driving, especially for me while I'm working. Um, videos and stuff just take so much more time for me to get into. They're great if you want to actually watch a strategy or something, but I think that there's so much more that you can consume through a podcast uh, while doing other things and still being productive. So that's what I like about them. What about you, Tesh? A good, yeah, it's a good point about the raid videos because I like the stuff that Skeltarks puts out. For example, like you can't you can't really do that in audio format successfully. So I think that's the, yeah. about the only thing that I like yep. to watch videos on. Um, and man, oh man, that dude is like <laughs> I real well. He's you know yeah, I think you you guys heard he was in our grand arena too. He actually um, he didn't make it to the finals, but. Um, that I realized it's because he's he has everything modded probably for raids and he's like a complete monster at raids. But um, but yeah, I, I started. I think I was on the I was on the forums for a while. Um, and once I actually the, the first arena meta that I got on board with was the HK droids way back when. Um, and once I started doing well on the game, I started to listen to some of the podcasts like you guys and the yeah, Galactic War Report. I think how long has Cantina Vizzle been doing it? Stand. Uh, I think they started maybe like six months, uh, seven or eight months after we did. Something okay. like that. I don't know. Yeah, They're getting up there in episodes. Let me see. You might be right, though. Yeah. What are they at? Well, let me 70 see. maybe episodes? I'm looking at, I'm looking at their remember. post in our forum, and it doesn't have a number on it. So, never mind. Um, their other one, unbelievable. I always Damn like, it, Stan and Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, our our buddies there. Uh, <laughs> was there was always Swaga in depth. Jeez, Swaga in depth was another podcast, oh, but that, that was turned it. into that, was the other one. that turned yeah, into a monthly YouTube podcast, and then they have um, Rebel Force Alliance. That was another one. Uh, Sad to see. Uh, yep, our they're buddy. not doing it anymore. Yeah, I'm, I think not to uh, not to hate on um, you know the podcast I'm on, but I think the fav my favorite podcast was was Cheat Code Visa. I don't know if you guys ever listened to that. Yeah, Scotty, um, was it Scotty O? Yeah, Scotto. 
Yeah. That guy was he, cool. He's he's since yep. quit the game. He, he was like a Scott mega whale, a but yeah, he oh man, those were like hilarious. I still remember driving to work one day when he was like ragging on the devs and I was I was like crying in tears, laughing. Um oh, man, those were those were funny. But yeah, this this obviously became my favorite because I decided to yeah. start helping out with trivia. I think that's like the coolest thing. <laughs> so Well, we appreciate that for sure. So yeah, for sure. Going on to question two, I kind of brought this one into the Wink versus uh, Punk uh, fight just to see what people out there thought. The second question was, <laughs> who's your favorite Guild event character? Wampa versus Hermit Yoda. And you know what? It actually ended up closer than it was <laughs> halfway through the day. Because halfway through the day, it was 68% Wampa. That's 68% Wampa. Wow. I'm not going to try to do the math for the other percentage. But it dropped down to 56% to 40, 44%. So a little closer there, but Wampa still takes the edge. How about this? Question for you, Tesh. Putting you on the spot. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite of the oh, two? Wait. Oh, God. Um, well, I realized as I was thinking about this, um, I said Wampa. But if you look at my mods, it's totally Hermit Yoda. Because <laughs> my Hermit Yoda has like plus 122 speed. I don't even use him in arena. Um, and my Wampa is, uh, he used to have really good mods. Or it, I don't know, it. <laughs> um, but I mean, they're both tier 12. I, I really like them both. But I think that if I had to pick one to keep, um, I think it would be Wampa. The AoE days is just so clutch. Well, Wampa has a really interesting kid. For me, obviously, my answer is going to be Hermit Yoda. That This is no surprise to anyone. Um, I love Hermit Yoda. I do think he is a better character overall. He adds a lot more to way more teams. However, I'll be honest. Man, even in the stream I did the other night, Wampa went freaking ham on this uh, Kira, Nest, and L3 team. It's just, I mean, he gets the he gets the protection up, uh, you know, put put some nice sliced health primaries on him, give him some crit damage, and let the beast go. He's just nasty. I love him under a Rex lead in three v three. That is one of my favorite teams to use on offense. I will be perfectly honest there. Um, it's because it is a total kick ass wrecking ball. Whether you're taking out rebels or anyone who assists because of the days it, it, he he is i would say he is a more fun character to use but he's not a better character <laughs> i respect your opinion as, as do 44 percent of people i'm gonna underline opinion in <laughs> <laughs> all right so question three is favorite new pvp mode and i guess i i guess i kind of put something in there that wasn't new i put the i put territory wars old territory wars new and grand arena so i don't know why i put old in there i guess i forgot what the question was but well, i think if you ask i think if you ask territory words some people would say like no i hate my jawas so i'm not gonna pick territory well, words so i think it was my worry was that if i put just grand arena in there and then just territory wars in there people would pick grand arena automatically just because 
they liked territory old territory wars better than new but they don't like new grand arena more than old territory wars so i gave both options along with grand arena but that's fair still a landside it didn't yeah. matter 80 yeah. percent of people chose grand arena as their new favorite pvp mode and almost even with 12 percent was the old territory wars or vanilla as they call it and then nine percent was the new territory wars so it's funny that almost almost evenly matched were the old and the new territory wars there yeah pretty close for sure so and the old ones had a slight edge which isn't too surprising but i mean four out of five people basically said that grand arena is the way to go and i i don't see how you can argue four out of five dentists recommend um, I'm going to point out Joker's comment in chat. Um, you forgot the I hate them all option. <laughs> it was funny. Nice. That what, I thought there. that was going to be me because I do not, I did not like Territory Wars, the old vanilla version. And I did not think I was going to like a Grand Arena. I'm winning all the time in Grand Arena, so I like it. Once I start losing, then I'll probably go and they hate, I hate them all. But who knows if that'll happen? I, I had a roster... That wasn't fluffed. Uh, I just never took the time. When Here's the funny thing. A few weeks before Grand Arena came out, Wink told me that he had taken all his characters to gear seven at the least. And I'm like, you know what? Why haven't I ever done that? It's so easy. I need to just go and do that. And uh, But I'd <laughs> never done it. Most of my characters that are seven star and not used are level 53 gear one. So at 3.6 million GP... My roster is all is all characters for the most part that I can use to battle in Grand Arena. So it's it's working out really well for me in Grand Arena. That's why I'm liking it. So there is that. Yeah. All right. So the next question was favorite place for mod advice. Now I didn't I I didn't want to be biased here and put. I like to go and bug Wink in Discord chat because you know that, people that do that all the time. Answer. Yeah, people do that all the time, and I don't think it bothers <laughs> him. I just think that he's got advice; he gives it. People ask it. There you go. So if you want to some mod advice from the Shattered Order Discord, go to discord.me/shatteredorder and join, and you can do it yourself. But see that another. Uh, hey, another also, anyway, if you go to Patreon.com/shatteredorder. Uh, you know, our we have a Patreon level in which I will do a Skype call with you, and we can talk all the mods you want for you know twenty or thirty minutes. Like, that's a See, thing too. There you go. So, perfect, perfect. So the but the answers I gave for favorite places for mod advice were Swagabot. So if you have a Swagabot in your Discord channel or server for your guild or your alliance, that is a good place to just ask what. Uh, what it is and I, I didn't think about this fact but Swagabot I think pulls its mod advice from Crouching Rancor so I guess we can add Crouching Rancor and Swagabot's percentages together because they're pretty much the same thing only done in different places uh, Swaga.dg mod meta which is a new thing if you go if you don't know about this by the way go to Swaga Swagaga which is actually swgoh.gg 
that's the website go there there is a mod meta tab so if you go to whatever character you want it will show you how pretty much everyone has these characters the the majority of people have these characters modded so it's a good way to see how the community mods your their characters it's relatively new some people who are listening to this probably never seen it but if you go to swugga.gg and go to the mod meta you can look at mods for characters based on what the community is doing so that's another one i would like to one. make a comment about that though okay go it, ahead if most people are doing it it's probably wrong Ooh, that's elitist I mean, of you. It, it is a little elitist. However, I mean, most people follow the general same advice, speed's all that matters. And for some characters, that's important. Mm-hmm. But there are many, many characters in which that is not great advice. Um, and another po- good point brought up ooh. by Joker in uh, Twitch chat. It does not tell you secondary uh, stat priorities for the mods that you put on there. Yeah, it just so tells important. you primaries and sets. Um, yeah. but wink to, I think you you're, <laughs> you kind of make a good point here. What would you guys put on Enfist Nest on the triangle for Enfist Nest? Mm. It depends on her as a, as a gear primary level. for the primary. It depends on okay. her gear level. I think um, you know lower gear levels i mean i kind of think survivability is going to start being a little bit more important higher gear level where she has the survivability already uh Mm -hmm. you know um your crit damage or uh crit chance might be more important but she gains stacking crit chance so yeah probably not crit chance but crit damage would probably be good um now you got me wondering let me see what's on mine right now well, what? while you're looking it up, um, so to me, though, of all of the triangle primaries you could put on her, I mean, maybe defense, I don't know about defense, but like, for me, crit damage is the last one I would put on Enfist Nest, because if you have, um, no, it's not even the Zeta, she gains stacking crit damage per buff that comes out throughout the battle. The Zeta is the health steal, I think. So she's going to gain that crit damage. I thought she gained crit, crit chance. Uh-uh. Uh, you sure? I'll double check here, but no, because I, I remember I, I used I used her in arena for a little bit. Um, she gains. <laughs> oh wait, so... okay. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I just no. pulled it up. Whenever, whenever an enemy loses, a, whenever enemy loses a buff or debuff. Ness gains plus two percent crit damage and health steal stacking until the end of the wow. encounter. I feel like so a the, dude, though. There's, the there's health still there is health the crit chance, but you are right. It does she does gain the crit damage. The health steal is the Zeta part, but the crit damage is always there whether you have the Zeta or not. Yeah. And so whenever she is damaged by an attack, she gains the plus thirty percent crit chance. Uh, so the yeah, crit chance I stacks with her there. bonus protection. So she don't really need really crit stupid. chance. Um, going with crit damage is probably going to be a better bet because you know more damage, obviously yeah. better, especially if you have that Zeta because of the extra health steal. And you know once you start stacking that crit chance, 
you want her to recover as much as possible, which means doing as much damage as possible. So yes, uh, crit damage is probably the way to go, or maybe, if not, maybe go with a health primary. That way she has even more health that she can recover and faster stacking. Mine is a health primary. Offense, <laughs> offense primary, or yeah, offense uh, primary stat, and only because the secondary stat is 16 speed. So, okay. as a secondary mod just put on someone, having that 16 speed on her is perfect. Because she, I think I got her up to like 250, 260 or something like that, speed-wise. So, mm -hmm. I'll sacrifice that primary stat for her reducing turn meter on the first turn. That's fair. So... Um. So anyways, right. let me go keep going through these uh these websites. So I talked about Swaga mod meta. There's also content creators, all your favorite content creators. This is what I lumped us into because we're content creators. Uh Reddit and forums, and then also the last option was I do it my damn self. <laughs> <laughs> Which was most and people. surprisingly. Thirty six percent of people I do it my damn self. Yep. Do you do it your damn self looking at other places to get that information or you just figure it out? I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, I, I, I mean, that is a higher though. number than I thought it would be. And I well, thought it was a funny answer that people might pick anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel pretty confident that I can look at a, a kit and figure out the mods myself. But a lot of the time I'm too bored or too busy to even bother looking through the kit to figure it out. And I will just go look it up somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of prob people probably do that rather than study the kit, unless it's on a great character like Nest or those other ones. Yeah. But and that was, was the about... main one. I'm the same way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can read over a kit and figure out what I want to do with that character, look at the other characters, figure it out. But I also listen to what other people say because other people have opinions that I think are really good. There are a lot of really good content creators. There are a lot of good people out there that are good with this stuff. They give me ideas that I can run with. But whenever push comes to shove, I'm personally, I'm going to trust my opinion over anyone else's and go with that. But, um, I mean, I think, you know, finding ideas all over the place is certainly a good idea. Well, certainly because you can find something you never thought of, and that's why we do our mod sec our mod section of the podcast. Because while we don't think people can't mod their characters themselves, we're hoping that we can bring stats or concepts to life that people never thought of. You know, obviously exactly. we don't do mod sections because we're like, okay, we're let's spoon feed you how to mod your character because you don't know. Yeah. No, it's like, hey, did you ever think of this? You know what I mean? So, well, it was like 28% the... of people were content creators. Let me just finish it off here. Crouching Rancor plus Swugga Bot was 25% uh, of people. Um, and then you had Reddit forums was 10 or 7%. And the smallest number was the mod meta. So, Maybe people don't know about. Maybe people are really heavily relying on that stat uh, projection. So, yeah, there you go. Well, one thing that I think is interesting, uh, like the Grandmaster Yoda modding, for example. I don't recall anyone talking about that before I started talking about it. 
But every time I see anything on like Facebook or Reddit or something, and people start talking about Grandmaster Yoda, everybody always talks about how speed don't matter. It's offense. I'm like, I'm, like, did they hear that from me or did they hear it from someone else? You started this um, whole thing, Wink. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I did, but I'm. Uh, you were you the know, seed. The, you know, there's all. I mean, I'm sure someone else probably came up with the idea too, um, but I feel like I, I I tried to spread that one like wildfire. Every now and then you get those really out. great ideas. That was one of my really great ideas. I won't have another one for like. Well, three it's kind of similar to people <laughs> were modding, incorrectly modding resistance trooper for speed for a very long time. Yes, really. Whereas he doesn't well, need. RJT was the big changer for that also well right but i mean like even after she came out people left their speed mods on resistance trooper when they really didn't need to because of all yeah. the uh because of all the exposes so that's true um yep. going to the next question favorite type of event there's a lot of event types out there uh, assault battles, mythic legendary events, Omega battles, galactic bounties, contraband cargo, Ewok Night Sister special events, and the mod credit droid smuggling events. So, Wink, why don't you break this down? All right. So, this is pretty, I mean, this is just completely and totally shocking on a few parts, in my opinion. So, all right. So, down at the bottom, the Omega events. People do not seem to care about at all. The contraband cargo people don't care <laughs> about much at all. I think the one person who voted for this. Like, Sorry. I think the, the one person that voted for Omega Battles probably just picked it because they're really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally possible. <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally possible. Um, so our... And that's only a recent thing, being able to sim those. Uh, Omegas are important, though, but the Contraband Cargo had 4%. The, let's see, the, okay, Mod, Credit, and Droid Smuggling events only had 9%. I find that really surprising due to the the serious credit crunch that everybody's in. The Ewok Night Sister events, which are freaking Zetas, 10%. Like, that's really surprising that those were that low. Um, and then you move up to 16% for Galactic Bounties, which Galactic Bounties are okay. You get some character shards, but it's, it's okay. I'm surprised that mm -hmm. one's that high. Assault Battles also at uh, 20%. Or, sorry, just above that at 20%. And those are pretty good. They're fun. You get some good rewards. I'm not too surprised about those being there, but I totally have to agree that the Mythic Legendary events are probably my favorite, and the reason is because you get some super kick-ass mods out of that thing. I mean, you get gold and purple mods, five-star, you get mods that are sliceable to six-star. I get a lot of really, really amazing mods from those events. I absolutely love those events. Um, and not to mention, they're actually, like, you know, they're kind of challenging um, until you get, there becomes a point where they do start to get a little bit easier. But there are so few that I struggle on, even with characters that are damn near completely maxed. Um, 
but it is always fun mm-hmm. and I, I totally agree with that. Forty percent on legendary event, uh, mythic legendary events. Totally agree. I think that a lot of people saw this question and instead of looking at the gear or the loot from it, they just looked at it as which ones do you join, enjoy playing the most, and that uh, that was how I looked at it. Like those okay. mythic legendary events, some of them just like like the Thrawn one. My yeah. Phoenix is still like gear eight and gear nine. I hate that one. Like I, I, I think I beat it once just to get the like free two Zetas or whatever it was, and I, I haven't beaten it since then. Dude, um, that I, event got reset at some point because I can't sim the first one anymore, and I refuse oh, really? to go in with my crappy <laughs> Phoenix and three star it again. I'm like, nope, never doing oh, that again, nice. ever. So oh, unless they are geared, I, unless I do a gear on those characters at some point then I'll do it. But right now, I'm not, like, riding that struggle bus into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally I, fair. The one, I chose the uh, Galactic Bounties one. Um, I feel like those are those are short. They're challenging. Um, and challenging. Yeah, They're, like, the I assault agree. battles, I, I, just hit, I just hit auto every assault battle because it's, it's just eight waves of nonsense for, like, you know, they take, like, five minutes to do even an auto, sometimes more than that. Um, but the Galactic Bounties, I can, I can, you know, if I'm focused on it, I can beat it in two minutes and um, and be done with it. Uh, here's a quick poll between the three of us. Do Assault Battles need something beyond Mythic tier? Oh, okay. Do you know what? You you brought my point right into the forefront because I was going to say my favorite of event is Assault Battles, but they need something changed. They are like like Tess yep. said, they're pretty easy right now. And the other part to it is I don't do them anymore because I'm tired of deleting mods to accept oh. the seven hundred blue mods that I get from <laughs> beating so it. So I don't do them anymore because I don't want to delete That's mods so for more blue mods. And then That's you can't fair. delete them out of your inbox because they just yep. you have to sell mods to pick those out of your inbox. I don't do assault battles anymore because of that. Now if they upped it to better mods like purples and yellows were guaranteed then i'd probably do it more often but they're always blues and there's always seven of them for beating every tier that's and so i don't want to delete my mods anymore so i just don't do them what about this they're they're fun but if they had better rewards and were a little bit harder i think assault battles would be the best event there is what if they added the material to take one mod from blue to purple and then to gold. What if they added the slicing material for that to each mythic assault battle? I think they need to change the interface for selling mods first. Like if they're gonna, I, I think that's the bigger problem. Like we can get mod salvage. Yeah, to, but to we're probably not gonna. Out, but... I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think we're going right. to see that. Just there's no ROI for them on that. Uh, I would be really surprised yeah. to see something like that. I think it would be more likely yeah, that we true. would see an expansion onto the number of mods we can have or something like that. I, I don't – I mean, mm-hmm. the cell system's okay. I don't see them change. It's not, like, broken. It's just not great. I don't see them changing that. Here's an idea. No mod cap, or at least a higher one than 750 I mods. I agree. Make it 2,000. Make it – you got okay. Who's got their calculator out? Or maybe you can do this in your head because I can't. 
let's say there let's say there's 165 characters i be, i think there's more than that now but i'm just saying let's pretend there's 165 and they all needed six mods what is the math there 990 990 it's a lot yeah, um, so yeah. if you're a new person garnering mods you can't even keep up enough for the characters yeah now they just need yeah. to have a higher mod cap that's all i'm saying yeah I eventually totally i'll agree. hit that again and complain about that but right now the number that it is with the amount we get in the game is too low that's all i'm saying let me be able to play my assault <laughs> battles and not worry about the the game after the assault battle of <laughs> accepting my reward uh, like big, i shouldn't have to work yeah. to get my reward yeah. mctweet82 in the live chat said no gear cap for my 5k challenge gear <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's so true <laughs> excellent point you don't have a gear cap for that that's funny I think what would make it better for me is what I what I started doing recently. I actually like had a credit surplus recently, so I, I started going through all those level one crappy blue mods, and took them all took a, a bunch to level six. I think I don't think I got through all of them, um, just to see what secondaries would proc, and then deleted any that didn't have like either speed at all or didn't have like both kinds of offense on them. Um, and that made it a little bit easier to get rid of a whole bunch for me. Yeah. I, you know what? To be totally honest, I did the same thing. I took every blue mod I had with speed on it and leveled it. And I think out of like 80 mods, I think eight of them had over 10 speed. I had a lot between <laughs> 7 and 9 speed. Yeah. And then I had like some that were 10 to 14 speed. And then yeah. a lot of them didn't proc at all. And other ones that didn't proc, I'm like... Do I want to yeah. keep you or do I want to do assault battles? I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> so so yeah. there was that. I mean, with that, all blue mods, take them all to level six. If they have good secondary stats, level them further. If not, sell the damn things and be done with it. Yeah, level um, them further that's because the simplest way it's great to be able to it's great to be able to slice them up and see if those great stats work and that's why i did all those with the speed because yeah. all those eight mods that were above 10 speed once i get the slicing material for them i'm throwing it right on them and seeing how high they can get because i think i sliced three 100%. mods this week that were blues at uh 12 or 13 speed up to 18 to 20 speed so it's 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 worth the investment it's just you gotta put your mind to it yeah. with mods if you don't care about mods you're Herb, they're sir. never going to care about you so the, always i don't know you gotta you gotta look at what you're doing and make sure that what you're doing is the right thing and not waste those materials so all right so the next question was you don't care about mods mods don't care about you that's right that's my newest quote so Go put that ahead. in that uh, in discord all week <laughs> what's your favorite place for cg to draw content from all the answers were skywalker saga so episodes one through eight so far the clone wars cartoon the rebels cartoon resistance cartoon which we have seen zero of so far old republic and extended universe or old canon runaway here was what most people have caught up with most people know star wars as easily 
would have been my guess as to what would be the answer. But 60% of people said that they think their favorite place CG draws their content from is the trilogy. It's not even a trilogy. It's it's a saga because they're up to eight episodes now working on the ninth one. But that is the one people like the most. Um, the surprising second one, 20% of people, their favorite place that they wish CG would draw content from, the extended universe or old canon. You guys read the books? Uh, I have not, actually. Depends on which books you're talking about. I mean, I've read the... Uh, the non-canon extended universe old books. I don't think so. So, for example, if you remember Elephant in the Room, he, <laughs> he loved all the old canon. He loved the extended universe books. Um, Cornhorn was one of his favorite characters. Just a dude that was Coruscant. I don't know if he was Coruscant police, but he was a police officer turned into a Jedi. He hunted down people. Just a really cool, very in-depth character. That's one he always wanted in this game. Extended Universe, old canon, probably will never come. But there's so many old Extended Universe, old canon characters that have really cool stories that would be really cool to bring to this game. And I think that is why 20% of people picked that. I don't know. Did you guys see that happening or that answer being the second highest one. I expected the the Clone Wars cartoon to be really high because this game has so much from the Clone Wars. I, I like I didn't I don't know I didn't know probably a third of the characters that are in this game before I started to play it because um, they were yeah. in the Clone Wars and I'd never watched the Clone Wars. Um, so I expected that to be higher, but apparently people don't really like it as much as the developers think they do. Yeah, I, I go. <laughs> I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see. They, I think one of the reasons we don't see a lot of them, besides the fact that some of them aren't canon anymore, is the fact that they're in books and there's really no visual cues to build a model around. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. So it would have to points. be like official drawings or pictures of these characters for them to even have a model to work off of. You know what I mean? Makes sense. So. 10% of people said the Clone Wars cartoon, which if I were to pick, if I were to pick, I would go the original so uh, saga along with Clone Wars. I think the Clone Wars have just so many awesome characters in there that aren't in this game. It's a great one. That's the that's 10%. The next highest was Old Republic at 7.8%. So 8%, which I'm kind of surprised. Um, I'm not surprised that Clone Wars was higher than Old Republic, but the fact that they are so close is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I guess a lot of people just did not watch all the extra stuff beyond the movies. So, for those of us that do, they put Clone Wars cartoon and the Old Republic very similar. And then you get to the bottom here. Um, the Rebels cartoon, 1% of people wanted more Rebels cartoon characters. And higher than that 1% is 2% wants characters from the new Resistance cartoon. So let me ask you guys. Have you watched the new Resistance cartoon yet? No. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the cartoons at all. I'm about to start the Resistance. Oh, man. <laughs> there it is. What? I'm about to start watching it this week. I'm really excited. Good I've been grief. watching... 
I've been saying I watch Disney Channel a lot for my my kids love the Disney Channel, but they keep showing the resistance previews for the show and showing like holograms of Phasma talking to the uh, the First Order and like it, there's just a lot of cool stuff going on there I want to watch. Um, but yeah, I'll be watching that soon. I still have not watched a single episode of Rebels, another one that people love. I don't know. I just hope that we see more yep. Clone Wars and original trilogy stuff this year. I mean, how cool is it to see C-3PO and the Hans Millennium Falcon in the past few months? Yeah, I I was really worried about how, how C-3PO's Kate was going to come out. I thought I thought that was I was not excited about that, but I think they did a pretty good job. I was, that was pretty cool. Thank goodness we can we can uh, auto the tank raid now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're moving on. No this is not in the favors category, but a few questions that I just thought would be fun to ask. More, and I still think the answer to this question is tainted because it just came out. But anyways, a couple more for fun. Which well, ship do you just, think is the best in the game if you had, had to choose? the other day. If you want to have it now, I'll still have it. But which ship do you think is the best in the game if you had to choose from these two? I put Houndstooth and Hans Millennium Falcon. 66% of people said Hans Millennium Falcon. 30, 33% or sorry, 34% said Houndstooth. Tesh, what do you think? I said Houndstooth. Thank you. Smart man here. I mean, he's st he's still in the meta. Like, I mean, wow. obviously Hans Falcon is is clutch, but I mean, even with the dispel on basic, yeah. Like, I think if there was anything you could have had that would have taken out the Houndstooth meta, it would have been a dispel on basic, and he's still he's still it's still around. So, the, uh, my argument with Wink was in I think it was in our guild chat. So you probably did, probably you didn't see it. But the, the, my argument was that the Houndstooth is a better all-around ship. It fits in any any yeah. uh, any uh, any meta. That's where you're going to put yep. it. But with the yep. Hans Millennium Falcon, you have to have. You don't have to, but the the way to make it great is you have to have yeah. rebels. So yeah, you're not going to use to it. To me, with like and we've judged Tarkin characters. And and TFP. Right, so like we've judged characters characters this way for the longest time, like Thrawn, or you know any of those characters that are we really think are great with their overall utility. Hans Millennium Falcon in a Rebel team is ridiculous, but you can put Houndstooth in anything. Now, I see Wink there. I know he wants to get his two cents in, so I'm gonna let him. But I still feel Houndstooth is the better ship. So, all right, here's the deal. 66% of the community and only 33% of the people on this podcast are correct. Um, Time out. Time out. Hans Millennium Falcon. When did Hans Millennium Falcon come out? When did it come out? When did what? When did Hans Millennium Falcon come out? Recently? Why? What's that matter? Is that the new hotness? Would that be the new hot pick for a question oh, like this? Oh, I understand. Saying. You 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 think just because it's newer means that it's better? No 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 no. It's this is why I didn't no, put I no, didn't want to put this on this question. No, here's the deal. Perceive right. it as better because no, that's a, some people do do that. However, the Millennium Falcon is better than Houndstooth not because it's newer, but 
because it's better. I know this is this is new news. Surprise. Um, however, something that is that good that makes other ships that good, it's not as plug-and-play as the Hounds do. If we are talking what is the better plug-and-play ship, there is no argument. It is the Houndstooth. Whenever we are talking about what the better ship is in the optimal situation or subpar op subpar situations, uh, if you're giving a set of resources, what can you do the most with? The answer is the Falcon. Okay, Wink, I have a question for you. I think that last statement was completely wrong. Here, I got a question for you. Who's the better character? Overall, Thrawn or Revan? What do you mean overall? Oh, overall, meaning, dude, stop playing. No, semantics. no. When you say, <laughs> are you gonna throw Revan in, in a in any team? No, he's not. Because to he's me, not okay, plug okay. And better play. question. This stop, is my stop, point. Stop. Let no, me ask you a better on. question. He's not Let me ask plug you and a play. Question. He is not plug and play. However, if you are giving a set of resources to build a team. You can build a better team <laughs> Sorry, with based around Revan than you can around Thrawn. Yeah, but if I if had you're to a choose nuke, one, of, one of the two for the rest here. of <laughs> so this this is what you go through every week, Dan. I I didn't realize what it was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'll fight I, him to the death. So I'm here's here's my argument for for Houndstooth. Since we're arguing. Um, I think if, if you were going to have, if you were going to pick one of these two ships to have for the rest of the existence of Swaga for until, until the game dies okay. for the, you know, five years, 10 years, whatever, two, one year, however long, if you're going to choose one of these two to have, and then you would never get the other one. Ooh. Personally, I would choose Houndstooth. Okay. okay. I will say this. You bring up a fair point because the answer to that question is obviously the Millennium Falcon. If you think they're not going to build rebel ships for all they're worth, you're crazy. Wink. There are going Wink to be question. more amazing rebel ships than that is a good point. Stop. Just stop. What is your three ships in your arena team right now? Mine? Yes. I, I have these two ships and the sand ship. Oh, you have Houndstooth in there. Be, is he a rebel? It's plug and play. Does he you, do anything you, for the Millennium Falcon? You plug it into does the he team. Do, is he a play. rebel? You do fine. It doesn't matter. Huh. That's interesting that you would sacrifice a rebel for Houndstooth in your starting lineup. No. Th okay. No. Actually, actually, hold on. Hey, I'm not this, making a point. I'm just asking a question. Against... Don't worry. It's fine. I'm you don't glad have you to brought explain that up. yourself to See, me. The Falcon does why don't you not play, need... Why isn't Biggs in there? Why is Biggs not in there for you? Because the Falcon doesn't need him. That's why it's the better ship. But it he doesn't needs require... It does... But he no, it doesn't. Houndstooth. Okay, so Put take him out for a week. In. Let's see how Put... you do. Put him out. No, no, okay. Okay, I, this done. is my I'm challenge to you. Right now. I am doing it right now. I am taking him out. I want pictures at your... I am... I am putting in some I want pictures over Houndstooth. Of your, before you battle for number one or whatever you get, I want to see Sunfock in your lineup. Okay. And I want to see how far you drop with Sunfock compared to Houndstooth. I'm putting him in right now. All right. Sweet. I can't wait for this experiment. Can Give we move on to the next question? 
I know Tesh has been waiting for this one. All right. All right next anyways. question. Two of our own. Yes, Wink. Or not Wink. Uh, of course, I'll, I'll uh, claim you. <laughs> Tesh, I am claiming you as one of our own for the podcast here. So two of our right. own are going head-to-head in the finals of the Grand Arena. Who do you have winning this matchup? Windkiller Inc. podcast host or Tesh Karin trivia master? I didn't put Lord of Trivia. Sorry. I, I built you up. I, I've been building you up for a long time here. <laughs> oh, boy. So the results are in. <clears throat> 67% of people chose Windkiller Inc. And 60, or sorry, 33% of people chose Tesh. So there you go. Hey. So it just go. means it'll be even sweeter when I win. <laughs> that is true. I can't wait. That is true. I can't wait for this matchup. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Are we going to do a wager? Like, do we get to pick a Zeta or something? How about this? Well, that seems to be Tesh's thing. I don't, salvage. Uh, so, oh, <laughs> I don't so think you're, you're giving that out. So you don't want to make another wager. I got you. It's okay. I understand. I will make you a deal. <laughs> I, I will make you a deal. I will give you two okay. to one odds on a Zeta choice. If you beat me, you get to pick two Zetas that I have to do. If I beat you, I get to pick one for you. Deal. All right. You did you just? Wow, I love this. I love it. <laughs> I study I'm, your, si- I'm sitting on some Zetas. Study your tape, Tesh. Study your tape. <laughs> All right. See, I'm well, at a disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, he knows what I'm gonna set on defense. Watch, yeah, Tesh I mean... is gonna set like crap on defense and just go hard, <laughs> go ham on your uh, on your defense. We will see. All right, so we will see. Let's move on to the next thing. We spent a lot of time on, on the poll, but it was a fun poll for sure. All right, uh, moving on. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us, less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Um, all right, so the new player segment. Very exciting stuff here. Um, all right. Uh, so we actually had two topics kind of to discuss. Um, uh, is it safe to assume that everybody knows how to prepare for Revan? I don't think we really need to cover that, right? Yeah, I think it's pretty we, simple. We so we, at this we point, were talk you can't about really... That, but we're going to skip We should that. talk about this two weeks from now once Revan's passed. Because it, it really, if you're preparing for Revan now... You're too late. You're not going to get him. It don't matter. Unless you buy those seven ninety nine packs and you have five characters that are not seven stars. 100%. Because those are pretty decent. You can probably get Revan through those 99 packs for 150 to 200 bucks if you don't have them all seven star. But guaranteed guaranteed if you have one of them seven star and you buy those 799 packs you're going to get that character every other pack you buy so if you're not there yet or close with several if you only have like two characters to farm now you're probably in a good spot and the the, the second one's a hard node that's almost there then you're good if you're not good there you're gonna spend if you if you're not near there, you're going to wait for the next one. 
Let's just be completely honest. Exactly. All right. So, so the topic that we're actually going to discuss is going to be what have we learned about 3v3 up to this point? So this we are two-thirds of the way through our second 3v3 and teams that I thought I would enjoy at the beginning of 3v3 before we had done anything at all that has changed dramatically so uh we're going to well, let's 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 do it this way all right all right um, I'll start that way you guys can think while I talk okay but let's talk about some defense 3v3 defense teams that you've had a rough time with how about that okay or that you've seen your opponent have a rough time with on your roster I'll start um Asajj Zombie Night Sister Acolyte super super annoying if you if you get that if Night Sister Acolyte gets into stealth and you don't have a good uh, either a dispeller there's three of them I can think of three on the top of my head that have an AOE dispel doesn't matter who you're targeting B2 Echo and um, Death Trooper those are the three so if you have those three in your team you probably have a decent chance of keep getting her out of stealth and killing Night Sister Acolyte you don't have one of them three and you don't have a good AOE team even if you is there okay those are yeah, the ones that like, i thought of today when IPD, i was fighting Asajj, um oh yeah ipd Ch is another chewbacca one. wait hey, I, where were you when i needed you this morning because <laughs> if you look at aoe dispel trivia. not anywhere to be found on there but oh, yeah, those are the three that i'm thinking that of so but the if if even if you kill ventress Going in to fight a zombie a acolyte team yeah, is ridiculous. It, is. it really so, is. Ventress Acolyte Zombie is one of my favorite defense teams. Going along with that, for me, as I've set my defense, surprisingly, one that gets a lot of traction for me, and not so much for a lot of other people, as, as I've come to realize... But mine are gear 12 and, and zated, so it's a little different. But my Ewoks. So Chirpa, Chirpa, Wicket, Paplu. Uh -huh. Put those three together are a hassle. Every single time I put them on defense, they've gotten at least two defenses. Every time. And we have had how many Grand Arenas so far? I don't know. But if you can just last one team and, and the second one beats them, you've already made them sacrifice big points. So I think those three are really good. And and it's it's kind of terrible to say at this point, because I already talked about Night Sisters. But another good one that works for me is if you take out Alkalite and put in Daka with a Ventress Zombie Daka team, same thing for me. Lots and lots of uh, defenses. Yeah. So, um, how about you guys? What you guys got? Tesh? Go ahead, Wink. Okay. Oh, sure. Don't matter. Um, I I think that one comment about the Ewoks, I think if you don't have a, a super tanky Paplu, um, I had trouble with a, one with... I underestimated, I should say. I underestimated one with uh, Triple Low Gray and Wicket. 
Um, cause that, once they get the days out there, they just keep going, they just keep cranking on yes. turn meter and it kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree about the night sisters. Um, I was trying to think of another one that I've had some success with. So since you just mentioned those two, I'll go ahead and jump on and talk about those two as well. Yeah. I agree with both of those teams, except there is one character on each of those teams. I would swap out to be optimal in my opinion, the Zon or the night sister team. Mm-hmm. I would go Mother Towson lead with Zombie Night Sister Acolyte. I have had a lot of success with that team. It is one. I, I, now I do think that what Goodnight Punk suggested might be a more optimal mm-hmm. setup because that gives you Mother Towson for a different team, and because NSA and Zombie are so damn frustrating together, it don't really matter who the leader is. But I just uh, I think the with Mother Towson lead, it is really nasty. You kill Mother Towson, they can keep coming back. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. You know, just because you're not going to get to NSA unless you have good AOE or a Dispel. So there's a good chance that she could come back and still be alive. So I like that aspect of it. And on uh, the Ewoks, instead of Paplu, I would use Logre. Um, I, I like... Uh, Actually, I'm not that strict on this, but I do like Low Gray for uh, the uh, the days. He it is kind of awesome, and he has a few other abilities that I think are extremely good. Um, so I think I would lean Low Gray just a smidgen, but uh, Chirpa and Wicket together are just so badass; it may not matter. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw this out there for people listening: my three v three graphic. I know it's getting a lot of... We've had two now, and I know it's getting a lot of uh, traction, even on people don't listen to the podcast. I have been working on the update for that, showing offense and defense for each of the teams I list. And I'm going to update the teams, take out some characters and put others in to make it better, and put Zeta icons on what I... Zetas on those teams I think are important. But that should be... That'll be done before the next 3v3 for sure. I'm about halfway through it now. It won't be done on this one, but yeah. So the it's kind of funny to me. The 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 Ewok team, the Ventress team are both on there, um, and they've actually wound up being pretty good. And then the other one, which is why I don't use Talzin on a uh, Talzin. I wouldn't use Talzin if I had this character geared up. The reason I wouldn't use Talzin on night sister zombie is i would use talzin with daka and spirit and i've heard people that have done that use that team and been uh they've gotten at least at least two defenses i know someone that got six with it so that's a pretty good defense team as well with the daka uh talzin spirit yeah. so nice all right tesh what else you got um I'm gonna have to get going soon, but um, so one that I always seem to underestimate is Bosk. Um, well, the first couple Grand Regions, at least, I underestimated Bosk. Um, Bosk and Dengar—they are just brutal. Um, and yes. something that um, people don't, or at least I don't think about—I I didn't think about very much—was that that added tenacity. He gains 50% tenacity on his leadership, so that like you can't count on debuffs getting out there. Um, and uh, actually something that us and the Frequent Fighters are going to be doing this weekend, or at least a lot of us are going to be farming the crap out of Tenacity mods. 
because getting if you get more tenacity like a tenacity cross especially if it's if it's six dot that's like i think it's 30 percent tenacity additional um on them on him uh so bosk is bosk is a stinker um <laughs> there are a couple others oh obviously kira we were talking about that before and kira um, on defense specifically and, yeah yeah defense and i, I think I've even seen some that don't even use the Kira leadership, just just use Vandor, Chewie, Zalbar, and Mission or something like that. Um, or like Vandor, Chewie, L3, and Zalbar. That would, that would be brutal. Um, and there's one other one I was thinking about. There was. But yeah, those I think Bosk is a big one, and yeah, I, I think we all see first order a lot on defense too. That's a good one to put on defense. Yeah, I I love first order on defense. Uh, I used to think executioner was best, but I might be starting to change my mind on that. Uh, first order officer I think might be a little bit better. Um, because yeah. I can tell you that a team of crew, Fox and Phasma has not done anything for me. <laughs> That's so. not surprising too much. Um, those are my three. Those are my three best first yeah. order. So, so I think crew and Kylo goes. together are unbelievable. I think Fox is great, but if they use RJT, it's not going to matter. People always take out my Fox pretty early, but I think that if I were to stick mm -hmm. in first order officer, it would really give my team an advantage because probably going to give the turn meter over to crew and do the stun. So I think that is a really great way to go. I may try that against Tesh and just kind of see what happens. Who knows? He'll have to see. Um, <laughs> a couple teams that I absolutely love, though. One of my favorite offensive teams is Rex Wampa Stormtrooper Han, just because Stormtrooper Han can taunt, feed turn meter to Wampa. If he gets crit, there's even more turn meter to Wampa. If you have a rebel team, that is the ultimate nuclear bomb on it. It is just absolutely unbelievable. And then I was super surprised from the first um, uh, 3v3. General Kenobi, Barris with fives. My God, that is frustrating because fives gets mm. the stuff from General Kenobi's leader ability. It is, it's unbelievably annoying. Um, Hermit Yoda also works really well as a third over fives in that team. I think those are probably your two best options if you're going to use the GK Barris comp in a 3v3. Have you ever tried Joe Lee? I, ha I haven't, fives? but I bet that would be annoying as all hell, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because he's tanky using... as hell, and yeah. killing him is super obnoxious. And you might and have then if you kill someone Kenobi else, twice. he brings them back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've actually so, been using Joe Lee on offense with, like, my my you know second or third tier jedi team i guess third tier jedi team with like anakin and mace who are both at gear 12 um because they Jolie just brings them all back and he has he has arena mods he has like i don't know some stupid amount of health and, and tenacity so he you he, he just doesn't die like you just can't kill him so and he'll bring back whoever's on his team um so i like Jolie for offense personally yeah nice um okay so what let's let's I want to make sure that Tesh can do trivia because How much time do you have, he is Tesh? the lord of trivia. Um, I should, I, I should, uh, I can. I told my wife fifteen minutes. Um, okay. 
but I do want to add add a couple more points. I see I see a lot of people put dumpy teams on defense, and I don't know why they do that. I I think it's important that I mean if you're if you're depending on what bracket you're in, you've got 20 teams on defense and and ideally 20 teams on offense, maybe 25 or 30. And I I, I see a lot of people putting up teams on defense to preserve for offense, yep. but then they put up these like really crappy teams uh-huh. on defense. Um. So I think that it's it's really important that you make sure that the like, however, whatever twenty twenty five teams that you're planning to use in Grand Arena, are the best twenty or twenty five teams that you use in Grand Arena, um, or you know, like on your on your whole roster. Yep. So kind of picking piggybacking on that point, there is a strategy to putting crap teams on defense. If you're putting a crap team on defense, don't make it easily accessible. Put it in the back because if it's up front, they're pro- it's probably going to be easy for them to get a lot of points off of it. And if you're going to put a crappy team in that you know is going to get destroyed in the first match, make damn sure you take some protection with you. Uh, that is why I love HK88 Jawa Engineer. That team will re- remove protection. You will not stop it from removing some protection. Uh, teams that do AoE in general is generally a fantastic option, especially if the characters are weaker, actually. The easier they are to kill, and if they do AoE, that's actually kind of better on defense because they will win, they will do AoE damage, which gives them less time to recover health and protection if it's a team like, say, a boss lead or something that has the ability to uh, recover health and protection, but it takes a little bit of time. The quicker they can get rid of you while you do damage, the better off you'll be points-wise. All right, so last point I want to make, and then I'll move us into trivia. There's a team that I love, and it's undersized. Yes, Ooh. it's undersized for undersized for 3v3. Not 5v5, 3v3, and it does not have Wampa. Wow. It is, <laughs> it is a Leia, Princess Leia lead with nest if your leia is fast and you can get her stealth and you have a good amount of offense on her that team will take out a lot because really? they're going to just attack nest over and over she's not going to die leia will stay stealth forever and mm-hmm. she can just machine gun people down i love using that two-person team when I can. If I don't use it as a two-person team, I throw Akbar as the lead with Leia and Nest, and it works out like really it. well. So that is a team that I really love in 3v3. I, I really like it. Uh, I'm going to keep delaying this. Me too. Um, another <laughs> right. one that, that, uh, um, that I used this last one was on offense, was Boba, Scarecrow, Pathfinder, and Yoda. Ooh, if I you have her Yoda... Dude, it is <laughs> on offense. You 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 don't lose. Like especially with my like 288 speed Hermit Yoda, pop Grandmaster Grandmaster's training on Scarecrow Pathfinder, and every time he dies, he'll come right yep. back, and he'll like he just he will not stop coming back. And you know Boba, it takes a lot to kill Boba too. Um, that that team is can take out a lot on. Offense. I love that. That is amazing. Yeah. Holy crap. So I've done that sort yeah. of strategy in raids, but I never thought about that for uh, – right. yeah. yeah, that is good. Um, 
Shout out to Soul for that one. He suggested That's that. That's good. Uh, one other one I want to throw in for offense, because Goodnight Punk mentioned Princess Leia. I put her with my Finn lead and 3PO because she can triple tap, expose on basic. Her alone can give 3PO full turn meter, and, you know, it it can make a pretty quick infinite loop team in which you never even get attacked. It is unbelievable so yeah uh any cool. last points or is it time for everyone's favorite segment let's do this it this is gonna be an extra favorite segment because i'm really excited <laughs> to do trivia against Dash right. here. i hope i do well <laughs> It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be All right, be question with you. one. All right, well, Tesh, hold on. First clarification. Do you not have a beard because you can't grow one? Or because <laughs> you don't want one? Um, if I tried, it would be a disgrace. So. Nice. All right, so here's the deal. I've got the whiteboard back. Um, I have one I downstairs. To, Forgot to bring it I up. I got my all-weather leather, all-weather level paper. Here's the deal. My waterproof paper from the Navy that I've been using for. There is no Kahoot pin because Kahoot has changed. Uh, it is super limited now on the number of people that can do it. It's like limited at 10 people. Um, yeah. And honestly it's just not worth it to put in the time on that so we're gonna go back to the drawing board we're gonna go back to the whiteboard we're gonna relook at trivia ideas a lot of people have kind of been missing traditional trivia anyway we've seen some feedback about that so this is a good old-fashioned original shattered order trivia um open-ended questions you have no idea what's coming and uh you know we will be looking at ideas if you have ideas please post them in podcast feedback at discord.me slash shattered order but it is time for shattered order trivia talking about healers before the i, I think we just got a few more there were only 13 before so good mm -hmm. luck if you ever use them all right so shattered order trivia dealing with healers here we I go. had intended on reviewing for this and totally didn't have time, so we'll. <laughs> that is how I feel every week. <laughs> you tell us two days in advance what the trivia is, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to look that up." Let me do the podcast, and like, I did not look this up. <laughs> All right. All right. So first question is up to two points. Which healers can equalize health? And this, they have to have the healer tag, right? I believe so. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Holy crap. Two points tells me there's two, I think. So... I would agree. Oh, I got a close chat, so I don't still answer this. Up. Yeah, I already did. Um, I can only think of one for sure. Chirrut, right? Yes. Chirrut is okay. the one. Just making sure. Um, 
Oh my god. Alright, I got mine. How about you guys? I think I'm done. I don't think I can... Um, yeah, I've got mine. I'm trying to think through like what the dark side healer. What is that? Barris and the Ewok Elder? Yes. Just, How about you, Tesh? Just, what do you got? Just Barris. Barris is the only one. Alright, well, Ewok Elder I... Doesn't equalize. It's time for me to embarrass Wink. Ooh. Because the answers are Barris and Hermit Yoda. He's support. Not a healer. Support. Damn it! <laughs> I embarrass myself! <laughs> and sure it's an attacker wink. <laughs> Classic. Well, that'll be talked about forever. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I knew that. I should have known that. Alright, well. <laughs> Oh now I open god. chat to see who's making fun of me. Oh god. <laughs> and chicken bottom, Elton. Okay, thanks guys. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I have Barris, so I do have one. Alright. Alright, so the answers are. <laughs> Here you go. The answers are Barris Afi is the only healer who can equalize health. Hoda isn't a healer, wink. <laughs> I guess you put the wrong name there. <laughs> oh, so, that's funny. If you got Barris, you got two points, or else he didn't update the point thing. Nice. I don't know. I think I should. I think I should get more points for you get then, just because that was the only one. For I getting wrong. Listen, Ooh, you're the trivia guy, and you never, you never penalize. I'll give before. you a half oh, point. Right. I'll give you a half point. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want your pity point. <laughs> it's only half a pity point. It's okay. I'll beat you on all the next right, question, right. too. We'll okay. All right. All right. Question two. <laughs> My cheeks hurt from blushing so hard. All right. Here we go. Order the healers listed below from most healing to least in a single move. Talia, Ewok Elder, and Tuscan Shaman. Oh, Tuscan Shaman, Ewok Elder, and Talia. All right, I have my guess ready. Um, from from most to least. Yes. All right, I got mine. Okay, I have mine. What you guys got? All right, I. Um, the same as as Wink, I think. Talia, Tuscan Shaman, then Ewok Elder. For me. I have Ewok Elder second, okay. Shaman last. All right, I have the same answer as Wink. Okay. I don't like the way this question's worded, though. <laughs> what am I doing here? All right. Is it... Okay, well, go ahead and read the answer. The answer is Daka. What? what? Daka? We'll assume that's Talia. Daka is an honor. <laughs> yeah, Talia, Ewok Elder Shaman. Dang. I, I, I told you. told you guys. All right. So yeah, so I think, I, I think that one, because uh, both of those, Ewok Elder and Tuscan Shaman, both are percentage-based and i think that ewok elder is like 10 percent per um debuff or something like that and shaman is like five percent per debuff i'll have to check all right so you got that one so you're up yeah three is that two, one point two yes right. question number three all right question three here we go which healer has the most health no oh, geez 
Oh god. This is not counting uniques, is it? I think it's base health. I would assume. I would assume as well, but... I can't even remember who all the healers are in this game. There's like seven. I got my answer. And I'm not even sure <laughs> I it's think a Acolyte. I think Acolyte is considered a healer. No way. Um, I forget. Or there, there's something weird, like, <laughs> and maybe not. She's got to be an attacker. Maybe. She she might have been in the past. All right, I'm going to go with a wild card here and see if I can get lucky. All right, All right I put Barris. Luminara. I put Jolie. Luminara and Jolie. Jolie's a no good way. guess there. Isn't he support though? I'm not sure. Is he I'm not sure. I don't know. The answer is Talia with 36,196 oh, Really? Health. No kidding. What the Damn. That's that is very surprising. Wow. That is very surprising. And she has the strongest heal as well. But I think it's Night Sister only or something. The big heal. I can't remember. I don't there, think so. No, because you can use them in the... No, you yeah, can, you, she's the only healer in the beginning of the game. She's the only healer. She sacrifices her health to heal everyone. And it's not just Night Sister. There's something Night Sister related on that, though. I think. I don't know. Is on, there? On that I ability. I, I don't know. I might be wrong. Uh, Alright. Alright. Question four. Which healer has the least health? Um, Of the healers that you can remember. Watch it be Acolyte. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. Just write it. You have a one-point lead. You're on. I think I know the answer to this one. I do. What do you got, Wink? You walk Elder. Hold on a second. Hold, oh. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, sorry, Tesh. Okay. Um. Just... <laughs> Trying to go by factions, but I can't think of any. <gasps> Can I change my answer? You already gave your answer. Okay. I think you can. I, don't know. I haven't that's, finalized that's my fine. answer. If it's wrong, you can change it. If it's right, then you go with your original. Okay. All right. Whatever. You can I'm gain zero with... points for changing your answer. Okay. How's that? <laughs> you can gain okay. pride points. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. All right. Did you change your answer, Wink? Uh, yes. All right. What did you put? Ahsoka. I I think she's a healer, Ahsoka. isn't she? She does heal, but she's an attacker. Is she really? I. Yeah. Damn. I put Jedi Consular. Oh dang! I put Luminar again just because I don't know what the heck this answer is. I think it's Ewok Elder then, if she's an attacker. Jedi Consort, forgot about him. Visas. Whoa. Visas Mar. Thirty-two thousand twenty-eight health. Thought about her in an earlier one. Did I thought she was tankier than that? I'm surprised. Really surprised. Tesh didn't need your pity point, by the way. No kidding. So far. Unless this last question is worth more than one point, Tesh already beat us. All right, so trivia question number five is 
Says up to four points. I don't know if that was oh, true. Which healers can revive other characters? Which healers can revive? Up to four points. It's up to four points. This is tough. I know that there's some there's somebody who's not a healer that does this. There's so many that are not healers that revive. Not so many. Scarf Rebel Path Feather. Jin. <laughs> I don't want to say it because you'll rage on. Uh, I can only think of three. I... Yeah, I've got three as well. I need a fourth one. Oh, I'm just gonna. We're gonna guess this one. Um. Who's the fourth one, man? How many you got, Wink? I have three, but I don't know if they're all healers. Um. All right, I'm gonna give a few more minutes—not minutes, seconds—to pick a fourth. I think I'm I'm final. It's going to be someone that I'm going to go with one I don't know the kit for. Bold. <laughs> so if I, I heard this, you'd get a point off because of questions that were wrong or answers that were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I'm playing you, right? Uh, God, I can. Yeah, I don't. Oh. By the way, uh, huge shout out. I don't think I don't know if you did, uh, Dan, oh, but yes. um, Wookie, first order Wookie, uh, huge shout out to you for doing the, the uh, or Wookie Cookie for doing the trivia yes. this week. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we were trying to rush through this thing because we are going much longer than we expected. Uh, so, yeah, we missed that. <laughs> Big yeah. shout out to Wookie Cookie. All right, what do you guys right. got? My answers are Jolie, Ewok Elder, Daka, and Visa. That's exactly Yeah, I have the same ones. Yep. <laughs> Damn it, Tesh well, wins. I will keep my lead. <laughs> Tesh wins. All right. It is Ewok Elder, Jolie Bindo, Visas, and Daka. There you nice. Go. Good work, team. Awesome. <laughs> nice. So the final score is... It is six, uh, six, six for me and Wink, and then you got seven, Tesh. So you keep you keep the Lord of keep Trivia title. Wow, title. well done. All right. <laughs> so... Uh, nice. Well, before we go, I have to check if I was right about the... Uh, percentages but go ahead so um by the way as as far as the chat goes everyone's saying jawa engineer revives yes he's not he's a, a support is he a healer i do believe um oh he no he's tagged as a healer is he really yeah yeah because i thought about him i could have well, swore he none was of a support holy crap yep. wow i never one of the other ones the Crazy. That is insane. Wow. There, yeah, I never would have guessed that. That's that's crazy. Um, well, I'd like to throw this out there real quick. 
All right. For everyone that's listening to this show, if you love the way that this thing goes, the way it sounds, the way we produce it on Twitch, pretty much everything about the Shattered Earth podcast, we are sponsored by Blue Microphones. And if you are interested in starting your own podcast, starting your own YouTube, or just playing games with good sound headphones and good sound microphones, go check out bluemicrophones.com. They have amazing products. They sponsor this show. That's how we get all our good stuff out there. If you want to buy something, if you use SOPod when you check out, you will get 20% off Woo! your purchase, which is a whole a fifth off, yeah. which is pretty dang much for these great products. So go check that out. And I wanted to make sure that we mentioned Blue because they have really upped our game on this podcast because they just make really Love good stuff. Love those guys, so. for sure. And, uh, of course, if you want to hear about what is going on with Tesh and I in the Grand Arena, you can, of course, go to discord.me slash shattered order. Find that. You can also check on twitter.com slash shattered order because I will obviously boast in it there as well after, you know, the complete and total destruction that will be the Grand Arena match. Um, <laughs> you will also find out who we have to Zeta that too, after yes. this. One of, us, <laughs> one of us is going to get a Zeta rose after this. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Thank you for putting that in my head. Um, all right. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything. Uh, if you don't already, go sub on YouTube and join our Discord and all that good stuff. And uh, Tesh, thank you for coming on. We've been wanting to get you on for a while. Uh, thanks for joining yeah, us. Uh, we really appreciate you doing trivia every week. I'm sure everyone else does too. Uh, people love the trivia, so thank you so much. Um, and we will be catching you later. Yes, thank you everyone for listening and Tesh, thanks for coming on and we will catch you all next week. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round.